hit it. I like that. Good music. morning, everybody. Welcome to week two. Hopefully, everybody's one know. In some leagues, own one and others. <clears throat> Dude, that music. Welcome to week two, everyone. I think we're going to start off our Homer Minute now with uh, Brian talking about the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. Let's go back to the music there. Keep the music going because uh, <laughs> that's way happier. Than, uh, yeah, you need Steelers. a much different tone of music <laughs> right? when he starts talking about the Steelers. Uh, yeah, we had a rough week. Um, we, we looked like a JV squad out there. Um, yeah, Niners took us to town. There's, there's no other way to put it. Uh, Kenny Pickett looked like a rookie again. Um, yeah, ugly, ugly. And this week we have uh, Cleveland, who looked good last week. They uh, they beat up on Cincinnati in the bad weather that we forgot to tell you about last week. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we, if we had, we would have mentioned Joe Burrow's small hands, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a thing now, obviously. Uh, it was a thing when he came out, too. He really? Was, yeah. Like people were seriously talking uh, about oh, that? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought that it was, was more the, of a That was the one knock on joke. Joe Burrow. It was like it, when people were trying to pick at him and uh, try and um, come up with anybody else to be the number one overall draft pick that, that year, that was the one thing they could talk about. Was Tiny he had, hands. Like, huh? He has like eight and three quarters or nine and nine or solid nine inch hands or something like that, which is pretty small for a quarterback, I guess. I, I think they, they want him over 10. Gotcha. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's about enough of the Steelers. We're we're uh, we're in trouble. Wait, well, but uh, we're playing Cleveland this week. Let, and let's we'll talk see. about Deontay real quick. Like, what what do you know? What do you know? Uh, just that he, he it looks like he's out for a while. I, honestly, I expected him to go on IR, mm-hmm. uh, but they haven't put him on IR, so that's good news. I mean, that means that they expect him back in less than four weeks. Um, but out this week, probably out next week, and we'll see from there. Rough. Rams, how about the Rams, huh? Yeah, with the Rams hopes. They we look good, about man. This. Uh, we did, Carroll, did. He just can't beat Sean McVay. They can't beat Sean McVay. It's weird. It. It just that's in that rotation. Even at home. Um, yeah. <laughs> but what are you guys doing? Because you know you're supposed to be playing for for draft picks. You you know you're winning on the road against a division opponent. Like that's that's not a good way to do that. That's well, not, I'm happy to see that we're not doing that. I don't really like. No, nobody does. Everybody wants their team for to draft win. picks. Like, like you'd much rather have your mediocre team <laughs> just have like a meteoric rise to, to than you know. admitting defeat at yeah. week yeah. one. Even even if you go twelve and five <laughs> and lose your first playoff game, it'd be, you know. Yeah, favorable. I don't. I think that kind of diminishes sports in general when you have yeah, professional teams, you know, tanking, tanking for tanking, draft, yeah. draft picks. Yeah, and yeah. and and I've I, I think I'm more like. Belichickian in that way, where I really don't even think draft picks are all like that. You can get a good it, one every know? time, like no matter where you're at in the first round, mm-hmm. you can get a franchise changing player. They have like that particular franchise, and Baltimore. Baltimore is another uh, franchise that does really well at no matter where they're picking in the draft, they're going to get somebody good in the first round most of the time. What a busy! What's up, brother? Good morning, buddy. Good, good morning. morning. So and then this Nakua kid, uh, we'll see what he does. Uh, that's kind of what I was hoping. I was hoping that the Rams would have but to figure. But not this week, right? He's hurt. He's questionable. We, we, there, um, I think he was leaning towards not playing. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, it's possibly. It it's an oblique much. injury, so yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um, I actually, um, I, I haven't tracked that one very well. I lost. I know that he was, uh, he, he was still practicing in a limited fashion, right? Um, yeah, <clears throat> it says limited practice when I was reading the report on it. Um, yeah, so and usually they play. Okay. So. I, 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 what I was, what I was getting at was um, with coop with cup out. Uh, I wanted to see the Rams have to figure something else and out. And they did. You know, so. And they, yeah, yeah they found another blanket. Yep. <laughs> my favorite. Uh, Few. Uh, my favorite uh, word pun of the, the week was Puka the Cooper Cup Jr. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. Because it was apt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was getting targeted just like he was Cooper Cup. Yeah. It was, it was nice to see. Did you pick him up on any of your teams? Um, I. No, in Dynasty, you mean? Oh, I just, I, oh how I mean, many teams are you running this year? Uh, I did ten ESPN drafts, so okay. I got him in almost all of those. Okay, you know, but I mean, that, not that the one, those ones are hard to judge yeah. because you know, I I get on last night to make all my lineup adjustments in like the ten different leagues, and I'm still able to pick up Zach Moss, and like in some leagues, like Raheem Mostert is yeah. you know is on the the waiver wire, and it's like. It's not really it's so it's hard to you know because it's not like our league where like none of those players are available and in fact they all got paid for and bidded on you mm-hmm. know for this uh, uh, this waiver wire. So um, uh, segueing into your team, um, the defense on the Cowboys scored like forty points so, yesterday, last week, <laughs> beating my team by like thirty. Like I lost my dra- my my matchup. I think it was yeah. He got blown out in in a matchup that was like it was tight. Like the Cowboys were gonna have to put up a really good performance fantasy wise in order to take Ray down, and he got blown out because of that. Yeah. <laughs> like so, I looked I looked at your matchup wow. and I was like, how did he lose so bad? I was tracking his matchup and his his was like one of the three in our league that was like gonna come down to the wire, and then yeah that. The Cowboys defense, they just crushed it. They scored in in my half point PPR league. I have them in my dynasty league and they scored 40 in that one. And that wow. and that's a, and that's a tough, tough. So, league to so, score points in. so then the half PPR league doesn't really. Uh, it doesn't. No, no, it's not that. It's just defense. that a ha- the reason I say I bring that up is because uh, half PPR is usually just a tighter scoring. It's harder to score points and in all of the, because like uh, it's just a reduced scoring so like in our league a, a good score is like 150 160 in that league a good score is like 125 130 <clears throat> um so i wanted to, to to just to say this real quick because I, I don't get tired of it okay <laughs> oh boy no team has ever lost 40 to nothing or worse lost the sack battle seven to nothing or worse Ooh. lost the turnover battle three to nothing or worse had a blocked field goal return for a touchdown and thrown a pick six in the same season. The Giants accomplished all of that in week one. That was an all-time defensive performance. And like and we get like we have so many like amazing things that happen in sports all the time on a you know on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis, and it's in our face with highlight shows and stuff like that. We kind of forget about some of these things sometimes. But it's 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 important to like, just like take a moment and appreciate that because these teams play twice a year, and this is the worst the Giants have ever been beaten, and it was in an all-time, you know, bad way. No team has ever done those things in the same season. You, you know, you're gonna hurt yourself, brother. Like, 
that's going to strain reaching I, that far. It, I didn't do anything. yourself on the I back, I didn't do man. anything. The, the Cowboys did. Like, they might strain themselves, patting themselves on the back this week, and I hope not, because if not, they might be able to top it with Zach Wilson coming to town. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. I am ex- I don't know what's going to happen in that game. And I'm, and it's really weird because I'm such a Zach Wilson fan. You know, I'm really torn. And, I like, I, I kind of want to see him do really well. But, you know, it's like I don't, I don't want to see my team lose. <laughs> but it's, it's like the over under on that weird. game. Do you know? uh, I, we'll, I we'll get to it. We'll, we'll get to it. I'm sure it's, it's got to be low. I'm sure it's low because the cowboy. That was the thing is the Cowboys offense did not look great. Do you think but it's in the twenties? It was or? a rain game. Uh, we didn't talk about the the weather in that game, but that was a rain game. Like it, it doesn't really show up very well on television. But it's it was pouring yeah. rain in New York. Um, we could probably squeeze the weather in while we're talking about in these individual teams. We can try, but. Uh, yeah, we can try. Um, but yeah, I'm ready to move on. We can, we can start talking about matchups. All right. So first up, we got the Raiders versus Buffalo. Raiders are at plus seven and a half, over under at 47. The money line's at plus 295, minus 375 if you're betting on the Bills. Uh, <clears throat> so I kind of expect the Raiders to get destroyed in this game. Well, so does Vegas. Um, <laughs> what was the over? I'm sorry. What was the, the yeah, seven plus and a half. seven, and, seven a half. and a half? Yeah. And honestly, I would take Buffalo to, to cover that because I like I expect them to be mad and I expect I expect Josh Allen to play much better. Um, one of the things that people aren't really talking about from uh, Monday night that's as a Zach Wilson fan has bothered me a little bit is how Zach Wilson outplayed Josh Allen because he did. He did. <laughs> Um, uh, like based on like oh I don't know Zach Wilson had one turnover he had, he made one mistake that turned into a turnover and Josh Allen had four he he had uh, the Mannings like going crazy on the bo- on the broadcast because they're just like oh he's so bad <laughs> Peyton just like did did you hear about that one at all no I didn't watch the Manning cast uh, I, I didn't watch it either but like it was such a strong reaction like people were writing articles about it like Peyton was just like this guy is awful and trying not to say it but just cringe worthy thing like he was cringing watching Zach Wilson play so he does that a lot though okay they do that so yeah they're very critical like the, the Mannings are like these hoity-toity quarterbacks and like they make the smallest mistake and it's like they never watched themselves play <laughs> they, they were good though they were you know. good but it's like they never watched themselves play and man, like especially like peyton manning because peyton manning didn't throw under 15 interceptions in a season until like year six so he can shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> all right a little off topic uh buffalo las vegas um let's see and i like peyton manning but you can shut up bro <laughs> uh, Buffalo fantasy wise, I mean, you're gonna start everybody. Well, uh, you start everybody, but like you're you're gonna start all your main pieces. You're gonna start Diggs. Oh, you start you're gonna start Allen. But I, I, so Gabe Davis, are yeah, you happy yeah, about definitely. that? I would start Gabe Davis. I would start Kincaid too. Okay, see, and those are two things that uh, would be very borderline for me. I, I'd be trying not to start those I'm two. I'm just saying, but if I'd you have these pieces, I'm not saying like if you have all five of them on the same team, you should start them all. But if you have these pieces on your teams, yes, you should be starting them. Why wouldn't you? Uh, okay, uh, because I, I think that uh, Gabe Davis is borderline. I, I think that uh, Kincaid is borderline. When, if you're not going to start him today, when are you starting him? Like, if you're not going to start him today, yeah. drop him. Trade him. 
You don't want them. Well, like, see, those are guys that are on my bench for bye weeks and just in case. Maybe they're good this week and we want to see. But like I say, I, I would start them if I had Gabe to, but Davis I wouldn't be. is not somebody who made it to somebody's roster as a replacement player. He had to be drafted as your third wide receiver at worst. Uh, he's There's, a four to me, but okay. He's a, he might, yeah, you're ranking him as a four, which means you didn't get him. That's true. That's true. I don't have them on any teams. <laughs> so uh, we got a question: Pro. Which team do Pro. you? Which team do you like better this week? Full PPR. Uh, Alrich, Pollard, Ja. Uh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Which what? <clears throat> okay. So this is. Wait, I is, is this going to be a whole team? I'm not. Nah. We can't do that. Like I'll do players versus players, but I'm not going to do this team versus that team. Sorry. That's yeah. That's very hard to do, guys. Yeah. That's that's too much. That's there's no way because like you're asking me to just like do math on how many points I think those players are or like where we're at on those players scoring and then do math versus the other team and then I have to remember it all. That's gonna take. I'm sorry. Like yeah. we'll do player versus player, but not yeah. Team if you have a couple team. of spe- more specific questions, we're definitely down. Yeah, we we love the questions, you. but that Thank one's a little tough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, moving on, KC uh, versus Jazz. And we all picked Buffalo, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll pick Buffalo, and Weather? is there anyone we want to start from Vegas? Uh, real quick, we uh, the one thing we didn't do was uh, get our pick totals from last week up onto the board. <clears throat> Go it's fine. It. We can do that later. <clears throat> we don't need to we can put do that it now. up right now. I uh, actually got yeah, – we can. I mean um, – Brian's really close to the board, and he mm. probably wants to write it anyway. Mm. <laughs> What were the totals for last 11, week? How, how did we do? I, I got 11, you got 12, and Brian got 7. We can talk more about that, too, because I'm going to pull up Ooh. the experts, and we're going to do a little comparison to the experts last week. Um, oh, well, that's awesome. That's fun. Uh, next week, or um, coming up, KC Chiefs versus Jags. Uh, Jags are minus 3.5, over under at 51, <clears throat> and uh, minus 180 for the Chiefs on the money line, and plus 150 for the Jags. Uh, this is the best game of the morning, I think, um, and I'm really excited to watch this one because I, th- I, again, I think the Chiefs are going to be an angry team, but they're not getting a team that they can just run over. Um, I think the Jags and uh, this could be uh, like the highest scoring game of the day. It could be. Well, and Vegas thinks so too. They're the only uh, point total over 50. Um, this is like playing DFS and stuff. These are the teams that you're trying to jam in your lineups. You know what I mean? I, I, uh, here, you really want um, just about any piece. You I would be start. trying to jam Jaguars into my lineups, but the Chiefs, you just can't do that. What's like, up, you, you clean get Mahomes, TV? You get Kelsey, you're and right. like, and and I would, I'd be willing to gamble on Pacheco in uh, okay. in DFS. I'd be willing to do that, but um, we've got our it. first chat comment and kick. The kick uh, other other streaming platform that we uh, oh, started, nice. started oh, awesome. streaming to. Welcome. Good morning. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm out on all the Chiefs wide receivers this week. The only one like I'm I'm holding Tony. I'm holding uh, Sky Moore. As although I don't really like Sky Moore. As I was much. like, you're holding Sky Moore. If I, I drafted I, him, I'm if, dropping it, him. I didn't yeah. draft either. So let's be clear on that. I don't have right, either right. of them anywhere. So I'm not holding or picking them up. But if I'm somebody who did, I'm not going to panic and drop them. Like we talked about this before, like Kadarius Tony could have a monster game. Like he's somebody in DFS that could be a, a real big, a real good play. Yeah. Uh, Definitely curious whether they're going to go back to him this week. I mean, you could tell they tried to feature. I think they will. Him we we, talk, we so. talked about this last week. I think they will. I don't think Andy Reid is just going to make a decision based on one game. And he was so open. He but, was so open. Like, seriously, if Kadarius Tony makes two 
of those catches, he could have been like we could be talking about him as uh, in a completely different light, completely right. different. I agree because he could have scored on one of them. I, I think if he makes one of those three, they probably win. So I yeah, agree. it's a big that's deal. All, that's yeah. also true. And <laughs> and Andy Reid is going to look at that and go and see that rather than be scared to to get in the ball. I think I'm just that's, that's wondering just if he's going to have that plays. feature role. But yeah, he's definitely worth a hold. Well, I, um, if Kelsey and if played, he had to, I'd play him this week. But again, that I would be one I'd be trying. I, I wouldn't. To want, get I would only. I would secure. only be willing to gamble on him in DFS. Because it's 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 a gamble. Because he's got to be. I don't know what he costs on DraftKings, but it's got to be like forty five hundred or less, and it's not very hard for him to clear that based right. on the targets that he got against the Lions. Like it's, I, I I I like I said, I'd be willing to play him there, but not in my redraft leagues. Gotcha, I'm sitting him for sure. All right. And see, so, to me, he's so somebody you could make that choice chased. on. He could be on your bench. You got him in rounds <sighs> 10, 11, but somebody like Gabe Davis, he went in round seven, round six. Ugh. He did. You know I, it. You didn't take him. I, I guess I, I didn't, didn't know that because, wow, I would. that's so far down on my draft board that that me never would have happened. Yeah. Meets, I, I agree, and that's why I have no shares of him either. Yeah. So All I right. think we have a question for um, from, from Kick, Clean TV. Um, he won't start one running back and one flex. It's a PPR league. AJ Dillon, Gibbs, Hopkins, Ayuk, and Godwin. AJ so we're Gibbs, starting Hopkins, two of those. Ayuk for sure. Like you, you're going to flex Ayuk. Um, and then I would probably play Gibbs. I, I, I'm just, for like me, Dylan I was going for sure Gibbs, and Dylan's then I was deciding because there's no Aaron Jones today. But I'm still yeah. not doing it. I no. I agree. I'm yeah, no, like AJ, AJ Dillon, Dillon is just a guy O-U-T. that I don't want to play at all. Actually, I would be ho- I would put him on my bench and be hopeful that he has a monster game and then trade his ass. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good plan for Dillon. Yeah, uh, I'm out on that guy for sure. Uh, yeah, super. So I, actually, I think we agree. Um, Ayuk I- and Gibbs there. Yeah. Um, the only other contender for me is uh, Hopkins yeah, a little agreed. bit, but, but coming hurt. off the injury. Yeah. Um, he might he actually he's going to be limited today. Like a, right. actually, Traylon Burks is a real sleepy play. Yep. So there you have it, and then we're all going KC Chiefs. Yes. No. Ooh. Okay. I'll I'll lone wolf on the Jags. I'm gonna I'm gonna call the zero and two start for the Chiefs this year. Okay. Wow, that would be interesting. Next up, we got the L.A. Chargers versus uh, the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Chargers are at minus two and a half. The over unders at forty five and a half. Mm-hmm. Money line is at minus 142, plus 120 if you're betting on the Titans. Tannehill uh, was awful last week. Oh, my God. Like, look bad. It looked was bad. Really bad. Like, yeah. he, what happened? I don't – it didn't even make sense. He just didn't – he didn't even look like the same guy. Was he sick? <laughs> he sure played like it. Because it didn't – like, he didn't yeah. – he looked weak. Well, it, the way he played, you were like, okay, that's why they drafted Will Levis. And that's why they've drafted quarterbacks in consecutive years. Yeah, is really what it is. But well, Levis Levis doesn't work look good either. But exactly. Um, The interesting thing to me, the the most interesting thing to me, was that despite the fact that they were in that game all day long, Derrick Henry got out snapped by Tajay Spears. I heard people talking about. I mean, and not out touched, but. Uh, not outtouched, yeah. but outsnapped, and also they were like Tajay Spears had plays called for him, 
yeah. like uh, wheel routes where Tannehill looked awful, but they were you know they were plays that were called for him, and he was and he he was pretty open. Um, he's one of the running backs that I have that I was on in Dynasty. Like I have him in as many spots as I can. I'm a big fan. Um, people aren't gonna want to want to hear this, but you know who he reminds me of was a, a little bit of Barry Sanders. Wow. And the reason he reminds me of him that way is because of his instincts when he's in traffic and his ability to get to top speed. That was what made Barry Sanders so special was that he could just stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, and end his vision. It just wasn't fair. And yeah. just, like, I'm not saying that he's anywhere like really close, but it reminds me a little bit of that. When you look at like running backs today, and a lot of them, like, if they're not particularly big, they're looking to go down in a lot of spots, and he's not that way. He's very good at get, weaving through traffic and coming out, and and he's got so much burst. I think he's got he runs like a four three five forty or something like that. He okay. was one of the fastest running backs in the draft. But it was just interesting that week one, you're in, they're in the game, and this you know you've got this monster running back Derrick Henry, and he gets less than fifty percent of the snaps. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that's probably a one-off, but uh, it's Maybe definitely I'm something to though. pay attention I'm to. Watching. And, I picked and, up Jay uh, Spears in, his, in a bunch of leagues. Where, yep. um, and, and I, I think that's the him. takeaway from this conversation is if you have that extra bench, it, bench you spot, spot, you should yeah. have Tajay Spears on there uh -huh. if you can. Yeah, guys uh, like uh, Tajay Spears, Roshan Johnson, who we'll get to in the Bears game. Yeah. I have a couple things to say about that. But Okay, um, and then the, the Chargers side. I mean, the Chargers. I no Eckler today. Yes, no Eckler, Kelly's in there. Kelly's in there, and he's the, the hottest start off the waiver wire this week. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. Okay. Don't do it. Um, <clears throat> one of the hottest drops of the week was Jamal Williams. Pick him up. If anybody dropped Jamal Williams in your league, pick him up, and you can play him today. Um, okay. He had plenty of opportunities. He played 70% of the snaps, he, and it's going to continue for the next two weeks at least. Right. Where he where he gets meaningful work. There's no like. To, now is Conjure Miller playing at all today? He's trying to, but it's still real iffy if he's right. going to. Even if he does, I I, I think it's going to be like five snaps. He might touch the ball once, twice. Okay. You know, I don't think it's going to be anything important. Um, but I'm, we're looking forward to him too. He's he is another running back to be aware of. Uh, if you're somebody who's uh, waiting on Alvin Kamara. You know, be right. weary of that. If Ken, like watch Kendra Miller today, if if he does play this today and next week and looks good, I'd be trying to unload Kamara while he's still got the value that he's perceived to have, because they're gonna if 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 he looks good, they're not gonna go back to giving Kamara the bulk of the work. They're just not. There's no way they spent money on a free agent running back. Well, they've always, and they spent draft capital yeah. on a running back. They they've always wanted him to be more of a 50% guy anyway. They don't he, Well, in the he, Sean Payton offense, he, he thrived um, you know, somewhere between 15 to 18 touches, but there were pass routes that were called for him, you know, like there were specific plays where like he ran out of the backfield and was going to get the ball. He was still yeah. he was the first option. And I don't that's I haven't seen that in uh in the offense that Dennis Allen likes to run. Like it's it, it I honestly I don't even know what to make of it. It's it's kind of a strange offense. It looks very yeah. like traditional. You know what I mean? Uh, they don't they don't they don't do anything very creative with with their offense. It's kind of boring. Um we're so way we're not, off topic. Uh, yeah, we're yeah, sorry. We're we're not that was the and that, sorry. The Tennessee Titans are much better than Tannehill played in week 1. 
They're going to play tough against the Chargers today. I still expect the Chargers to win. I'm not going to start Josh Kelly. I am going to start Justin Herbert. I'm going to start uh, Keenan Allen. Mike um, Williams. Going to start Mike Williams. Uh, that's the thing is you want to start the receivers against the against the Titans. Right. Um, their pass their defense pass, is yeah. not good. They they were bad again last week, um, giving up big plays all over the place to Chris Olave and Rashid Shahid and Michael Thomas looked great against them too. All yep. three of those guys were startable receivers against the Titans last week, and so you can do that again this week. And, and um, the, a guy that I had on my uh, on on deeper on some rosters was Josh Palmer. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's because Quentin Johnson is the number four. He's not the number right. three. He's the number four. So like if you if you drafted him, it's not time to play him yet. Keep him on your bench. Um, I, I wouldn't be running away from him yet. A couple more weeks maybe if he doesn't crack the lineup. But uh, Josh Palmer is an interesting play today in DFS. Not playing him in any of my redraft leagues, but DFS. <clears throat> and then uh, on the Titans side, I'm scared of everybody but Traylon Burks. Uh, and I'm scared of Traylon Burks too. I mean, that's not somebody I'm excited I'm for jamming in there. I, but uh, that's you know, if I you am in look, some places. If you need to put, I, like, put him I, in, you can. I, I kept uh, trying to you know put guys over him like uh, you know, uh, Romeo Dobbs, uh, KJ Osborne, um, guys that are like Dobbs. I'd play over him, Osborne. Right? Guys that are like yeah. right and see and and Osborne is a top thirty six ish play. Uh, so. Burks is somebody that you should be starting, I think. If you drafted him, you should be starting him today. Because if you drafted him, you got him in your first 10 rounds. Yeah. And so, and I, I think you should be starting him today. Um, and and so, that's, that's about it, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm picking under, the Chargers pick the under, there. Pick the under on this game. That, that Titans <clears throat> defense is for real. Are we all going Chargers? On the ground. I'm going Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think that's all of us. And these, I think Bezzy, based off his comment, is also... Going are they are they in Tennessee? I'm sorry. Are they- uh, it doesn't actually say. So give me a second to look that up. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, they're in okay. Tennessee. Um, oh man, that's interesting. They're in Tennessee. There's no. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if the Titans won this game. I'm going to yeah. pick the Chargers, but I would not be surprised if the Titans won. I, I agree. Like, I have a pick eight thing where you're picking the big, best eight games. This is not one I'm picking. This one I'm avoiding. <laughs> yeah. Baltimore versus the Bengals. Plus three for Baltimore Ravens. 45 and a half is the over-under. Plus 142 if you're betting on the Ravens. Minus 170 if you're betting on the Bengals. Oh, JK. Fun divisional no- game here. JK no legs. And, oh, yeah, poor JK, man. <laughs> poor guy. God, in one league Get I well, held buddy. him for so long just yeah. to see him lose him right there. And I'm he like, looks so good on his touchdown somersault too. Uh, anyway, but this is a, <laughs> this is going to be a fun divisional game here. Um, I'm not sure what to expect because these divisional games always go crazy. Uh, you never they're usually uh, on the under. Every now and again, these games will explode. That's but, that was that used to be the case. But for my la- division? No, 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 no. These two teams in particular. Oh, I'm just like, the last couple of years. So uh, ever since um, the former Baltimore defensive coordinator put some, he said something about Joe Burrow being a, being overrated, something like that in 2020. It was Chase's rookie year, 2021, and uh, Burrow lit him up for like 500 yards and five touchdowns. And he hasn't stopped lighting up the Bengals since then. So I think he gets. I think he he just gets up for the Bengals. Okay. So I like. I expect 
and this is another one of those get right scenarios because the Ravens are nowhere near as good as the final score against the Texans suggests okay. they were. That was a much closer game than that score looks like it was. Agreed. Um, they, they didn't look good, especially they for did three not quarters look of very the game. Good. Yeah. No, uh, they were not able to get a whole lot of pressure on CJ Stroud. Um, he had guys that were open. He just like I thought he pro- he processed a little slow, but we'll talk about him later. I, I'm looking forward to that. Um, but I think Joe Burrow is going to light these guys up today. That's what I think is going to happen. I think him and Chase are just going to destroy them. Hmm. And I, I think it's going to be more of a defensive battle. But I, I do pick Cincinnati. I think the I think the Bengals are going to come out strong and uh, and prove that they are a better team. And honestly, yeah, Baltimore did not look great. Um, they're still offensively. Little... They looked well. Honestly, both. It, I was I was not impressed with anything that Baltimore did in Week One. And and they're a team I picked to make the playoffs as a wild card. Um, but they yeah, just, you watched last week and you're like, mm. it, Dobbins was the best part of the of their team. Yeah, so him getting hurt is actually a, a, a much big bigger deal. deal than people yeah. are making it out to be because he was the most like. Well, I should say, hold on, Zay Flowers is awesome. Zay Flowers is the real. I, I was just deal. about to mention him. If there's anybody who's like floating him out in trades and stuff like, if you can get him in Dynasty now, you have to get him now because the, like the, the price is just going to be too high. Yeah. He hey murder and, villains like you saw those trade offers I gave you right brother? Uh, oh, <laughs> dude, you don't want to trade with him this year. He's not messing around. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You should see this, the trade offer he sent me when I asked him for Zay. Uh oh. Yeah. Okay, he's serious this oh, year. Oh, he's huh? serious, dude. All right. Yeah. And, I'll, and, yeah, I'll withdraw and, my offers. And, and, his, and his team looks good, so he looks all tough. right. Uh, but no, it wasn't just that Zay himself looks awesome, and he does. When you see, like, he's another guy with the ball in his hands and traffic. He's just like, for 5'9", 190 pounds, he's not afraid. And he's just, like, weaving through guys, making guys miss. It's it's awesome. And he and he, he's running upfield, making blocks 10 yards downfield, like, hitting guys. Like, I mean, like, you watch him run off the line and run straight to the guy that he's supposed to block and hit him. Not like you see a lot of these wide receivers just, dan- yeah. dance up and kind of like put their hands up like they're blocking. No, Zay's going to hit you. And they called, I think it was three design run plays for him in like the, f- the first quarter. He, like he's going to be a big part of that offense all year long. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I've been trying to trade for him. Um, I did. I did successfully. So but how- I am worried about that offense in general now without JK in there. Uh, with their whole new game They're gonna plan. They're going to throw even more. It yeah. does seem that way. I, um, but are they going to do it successfully? I, I don't know. I, I'm, I think I'm get better worried the about the Ravens. Um, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs just based on what I've seen so far. But uh, I'm not ready to say we'll that see. yet. We'll see if they get healthier on defense. Their defense is what worries me. Mm-hmm. Because like they, the box score says they had a good game against the Texans. I did not think they had a great game right. against the Texans. I think they got bailed out by the fact they were playing against a rookie who made mistakes mm-hmm. in, in in key you know moments that prevented his team from scoring and capitalizing. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to see. Like I said, I think they're going to get blown up by Joe Burrow today. But um, I'm I'm interested to see if the offense looks better. And then we'll see where where we go from there. But like, I can't really. I don't think today is a very good day to evaluate the Ravens. Uh, Starting Melvin Gordon. No. <laughs> and, and that's and on that note, I was not somebody who put in any bids for Justice Hill mm-hmm. or Gus Edwards. Or Gus, Gus Bus, yeah. Yeah, I just I, if for me, I'd stay away. I, I would stay away because even when uh, J.K. was in the game, it was. Uh, 
like he made some great plays, but their offensive line didn't look particularly overpowering. And also it does. It seems like they've changed the way that they want to run the football. It's not so much power as it is finesse now. Like they were running some some draw plays and some trap plays where uh, he had to make guys miss like right at the line. Whereas traditionally the Ravens have been a blow you off the ball team. So um, I'd stay away. I agree. I agree. And start all start all your Bengals, you know. Mi- you know, Mixon, uh well obviously Mixon, but start Higgins. Don't run away from Higgins. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. Uh, he gave me a good zero points last week. <laughs> I almost sent uh, you a it, trade offer for him. <laughs> uh, I did too. I almost did too. So. <laughs> all right. Um, next oh, so we're all going Bengals? Yes. I believe we are all going Okay, so <clears throat> next up we have uh, Seahawks against Detroit Lions. Seahawks at plus four and a half. Over under at 47 and a half. Uh, plus 180 is the money line for the Seahawks. And if you're betting on the Lions, minus 218. And now this is the game where I feel like you can uh, load up on DFS. And, and it's harder to be wrong than the Jags-Chiefs okay. game is this game. And I think the reason that people may be not thinking of it that way is because of how bad Geno looked in, in week one. They're going to be fine. Like he didn't just all of a sudden forget how to play football, how to run his offense. They had they just had a rough week. They'll didn't they have some uh, offensive line problems as well? Isn't that part of it? Injuries. Yes, yeah. they're, they're, they they are they are dealing with injuries. Yeah. So, so that, that um, is and, that is a and, big deal. And that and so that and that Lions defensive line looks really good. Um, spoiler alert: the Lions are one of my favorite defenses to play this week. If you're hmm. if you're streaming defenses. The Lions are available everywhere, and I and, and while like, I yeah. could see this being a scoring bonanza, I could also see the Lions dominating in this game because they played really well against the Chiefs, and they're going to. And be honestly, at home. that's kind of how I see momentum. it. I think the offensive line problems are going to be a big deal. I think the Lions are going to dominate at home. I, I think the Lions are for real. <laughs> they're they're playing well. They're playing on a high oh. after beating the world champs. You know what I mean? Um, I, I think they yeah. Um, my question uh, was uh, fantasy aspects. Laporta. What oh, love Sam Laporta. I'm starting him. He's uh, like to me, uh, based on how much he's on the field, be, and that's the thing. That's the biggest thing. Is like we talked about this a little bit last week. He made that important block to win to basically win the game. He's going to be on the field all the time, and he's going to be a focal point of that offense. He's going to e- either be second or third uh, in targets while at least while Jameson Williams Williams is gone question yeah so um with Amari Amari Cooper's injury uh should they should they start JSN Drake or uh London or uh, JSN London. or Drake London I would go to ooh, I would go JSN I would I I would still go with London would you yeah because JSN is going to be third or he's going to be probably the fourth option uh, and still might get we, more we, targets. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's true. He could. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think here's the thing is I think that um, the Falcons are going to have to score points today. Whereas they just didn't against right. Carolina. They're, Carolina didn't threaten them after halftime. So they, they didn't do you have think to Green Bay. Well, I'm oh, sorry. That, we'll, we'll get to that game in a minute. We but, will. Uh, I would choose London. That's where I would go. I could see you choosing JSN. That, um, but I think you have a high depending on. So if you need a safer play. JSN. JSN. If you need a bigger play, Drake London. I agree with that completely. Um, and so, just we're just to put a bow on the tight ends here. Asking for a friend. Uh, <laughs> uh, Laporta was the Laporta, question. Laporta. Uh huh. Uh, the Muth. Uh huh. Or Hunter Henry. Ooh, Hunter Henry. Really. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, just I'm starting him over. I'm starting him over Kyle Pitts in a couple of places this week. Yeah. So we go uh, well, lines. Not, so it's not that it's his uh, it's his route participation and um, the the defense that he's playing against. They're playing against Miami today. Is that right? Uh, yes, they're playing against yeah. Miami at, at home. So uh, and Miami just you know well they give it up the, to the tight end. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's where I would go. And and that's and for me that's tough because I want to start Laporta in any right. places that I have him. Yeah. Um, but you have choices if you do have him, like so. That's why I want to throw that out there because he's a tough one to kind of like. Ooh, how how much confidence do I have in this rookie to start putting him in my lineup over? You I know, have a these, lot these vets. I have yeah. a lot. Yeah. So um, you, you've got three tough decisions there, buddy. I don't envy that at all. Yeah, that's one I, of those. That feels like one of those ones where you're just doomed to be wrong every week. I know. Week. So you have to like you, you need to make a decision and just cut bait. And if I so that's like if I were you, my decision would be between like um, like it doesn't seem like Hunter Henry is going to be able to do it every week. We'll see. No, we'll he's see. A like spot starter. It's, yeah. a, that's what it looks like. But it really depends because remember this Patriots that Patriot. Well, we're kind of diverging again. That Patriots offense is different. We'll, we'll get to there. Uh, I want to um, say a couple more things about this Seattle uh, Detroit game. Mm-hmm. Like Laporta, you should start him. Uh, you should also start Josh Reynolds. You should start Amon St. Brown. You should start both Lions running backs. You should start Jared Goff. Start everybody that you have yeah. in the Lions today. Yeah, I was trying to disagree with that, but I mean, Reynolds would be the only one where it would be a, a fringe. He, but, and... but he just gets targets every yeah. time he plays with Jared Goff. And like, and last year, this was the game where he just crushed at home right. against, against Seattle. Um so Seattle. Uh, side? Oh, and then uh, so r- Ken yeah. Walker's looking good. Ken Walker looked great, and the most important thing about it was that there, there was basically no split between him and Zach Charbonnet. And more than that, he got what five targets in the game, I believe, and Charbonnet got zero. And that was the thing that people were worried about was that they brought Charbonnet in to bring the to be the pass catching back, and they needed to pass the ball, and they threw it to Ken Walker. Yep. So it's just like. Yes. Yes. Ken yes. Walker is that stud that you were hoping he would be. Yes. That's yeah. What it looks you got to like steal so far. in round four, round five, wherever you got him, you got to steal. That was like people that drafted Ken Walker and Brees Hall are just going to look like geniuses at the end of the year. Not even at the end of the year. You're in about two weeks, probably. You know, you're, you're just going to you're going to have people wishing they could have that guy. So are we um, all going uh, Detroit. I think we're all going to Detroit. And, going. and like one more thing I wanted to say about Detroit before we move on is that I don't think Jamison Williams is ever going to be a thing. Okay. Uh, there was some stuff that came out this week uh, that was very like uh, Eddie Lacy like. Uh, he's there were some Instagram videos from him that came out at like three or four in the morning of him just like munching down on a giant bowl of hot Cheetos da- <laughs> doused in queso. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> delicious. And it, sure it does. If you know, mm-hmm. like you're three hundred pounds and just playing, you know, Fortnite all day. But if you're gonna, yeah. you know, you're supposed to be a a four five percent body fat athlete and you're supposed to and like he needs to be doing all kinds of stuff to be getting ready because he's behind he's not playing football games he's not even if he was do in max physical shape he still wouldn't be in football shape when he got back so the fact that he's like not even in the best shape that he could possibly be in because nobody doing that is (laughs) because like you know what it costs the next like the next time you go to work out 
you know what that costs. There's not a lot I mean, of dedication to your craft there. You right, know what exa- I mean? Exactly. You're, you're, yeah. Like there's so those aren't the vo- videos you should be posting there, brother. You you should be out there like showing how hard you're working out. Not right. Like, like how like, many Cheetos the, like, you Like I want to see you, you know, with one-handed grabs where the ball's 10 feet in the air and stuff like that. Where's yeah. that? Where's that at, Jameson? So um, super glad that I traded out on him. And, and I <laughs> That's why we're talking. I tur- about him. I, okay. I, yeah, I, I turn. Well, yeah, you should. <laughs> Tumble brag so, over here. No, 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 no. Uh, well, yes, I'm, uh, s- 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 <laughs> I will start it that way. But it's also a public service announcement. So if you're somebody who's like sitting on Jamison Williams in your dynasty leagues, get rid of him now. Yeah. Get rid of him now. It's only like it's only going to get worse as it gets closer to the time where he's supposed to play. Hot take. So next up, we got the Green Bay Packers versus the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Green Bay Packers is a plus three. Over-under is at 40. And 130 is the money line. Over minus 155 if you're betting on the 40. Falcons. That's such a low over-under. With a, like when, for a team that includes a game, or a game that includes a team that just scores 38 points last week. And has anybody ever had a rougher week after a win than Arthur Smith? What are we talking about? Uh, the Atlanta, the Atlanta coach. That's uh-huh. like he's had to answer so many questions about his play calling decisions. Oh, really? They won by two touchdowns. What? Are you kidding? You, you've got to be kidding. That's the world that we live in now. Is like he wins his they they win their home opener by fourteen points, and you want to like you want to bring him down. Well, Why? What, what was their argument? Just B- because it's fantasy heads being upset that Kyle Pitts got three targets and Drake London got one. That's what that's that's where we're at. Okay. It's because money well, drives narratives, and that's where all the money is in the NFL now. Yeah, this is what he wants to do. This is how he wants to play, and this is how he wants. I to thought win. we wanted how to we, win. How he's going to win the division? I thought that was what for we, sure. That, wasn't that the name of the game? Don't you play to win the game? Yep. You play to win the game, right? We still do that. That's still the most important thing: is to win the game, not score fantasy points. Like absolutely. So if <laughs> like, would they have been happier if they had like lost thirty-one to twenty-eight, and like Pitts had two touchdowns and? Right. Like London had a touchdown and ten grabs, like that would have been better for the fantasy community. Yes, well, I mean that's crazy. It's, it's actually kind of crazy, but like that's probably the way that would so. da- would have went down. Is like people would have been surprised that the Falcons lost, but they would have been so happy that Kyle Pitts and Drake London were these fantasy beasts. Like that's right. insane to me. That's insane. I'm sorry, I had to spend a minute on that. No. That, that <laughs> like that really bothers me. Like well, I- and, and it's very important to know. So so just real world. Uh, well, what are we going to do about it? We're going to start Tyler Algier, yep. and we're going to start yep. Bijan Robinson. Yeah, like uh, these guys are going to have you know maybe fifty percent of the backfield each. They're both going to get a ton of touches. Um, but that's the thing is, even though they're splitting that backfield, there's going to be so many touches that you want either one. It's so funny uh, to me. It, Algier, I, I agree. Is, what a value. I, oh yeah, I agree. And he's someone that was on waiver wires too. And if he's on your waiver wire, you should grab him. Oh you my have, god! You have to grab him. Uh, like him, can't imagine he's on like, your I waiver see, wire. Like, like I saw so many guys in the and like, and it was just it over and over in these. So and we're not just talking to the people in our league. We're talking to people that are probably participating in some of these leagues where they don't know anybody and they just like they jump into a league for right. ten bucks or something like that. And you know, um, whatever it is, even if it's just a free league and you just want to win because we play to win the game. Um, so many of these ESPN 10 team leagues, which is the standard, you know, default if you just like jumped into a league, had players like Raheem Mostert, Jamal Williams, Zach Moss, Roshan Johnson, Tajay Spears, all these guys are available. 
on your on your waiver wire and, and you can grab them and tyler algier is amongst those players and like he's probably and the, the best of those names that's yeah. why i waited to the last to bring him up is because he's the one that you could probably count on the most to get work and also if Bijan was to get hurt oh my god yeah oh my god yeah he'd be Beast. Top, he'd be top 10 easy because the, the way that they want to run their offense you can see it what if if yeah. one of those running backs was to get all of the work oh my god um and just the other part of that is now I'm actively trying to sit both Pitts yes, and you have Drake to. London. You sit them like, until further notice. Absolutely. Like there, because there were there were plenty of it's it was week one. People knew so little about like some of these auxiliary players that were gonna be valuable that there's enough of them out there that you can go pick somebody else up and start them over yep. Pitts, over like he just like guy to my right right here literally has three startable tight ends and has a nightmare scenario because there's so many available right now right like there's a lot of them that you can you can choose from uh luke musgrave we're in the game right now yes one of my favorite tight end pickups that you can start this week uh, and, and the big reason is the injuries uh green bay i'm trying to think of the no uh, jones. watson no jones uh, jones that's the there's other no one Aaron jones, yes. there's no christian watson yes which so, are two honestly the two biggest would, weapons on that team uh yeah i, I know him you and i disagree dogs, but yeah and uh, I mean, was am I wrong? Uh, we'll see this week. Am I, I wrong? Don't know. There's going like, to be a lot on was, in this week. Oh, we'll the guy see. was on the field for less than half the snaps and scored two touchdowns. I just, I really expect the Packers to come down this week. I, I think Atlanta's going to roll here. Um, mm, I, I really just think that Green Bay has some injury problems. I think that they're going to look like Green Bay last year with no weapons or only one weapon in Dobbs and. Uh, you know, no running game, no Aaron Jones. You've only got your plotter, A.J. Dillon, in there. Uh, I just <laughs> I see bad things happen for Green Bay today, so uh, I'm all over the Falcons. Now, now, for me, I, I like the Falcons much better than I like what's going on with Green Bay right now, especially with the injuries. But the Falcons don't play a game that allows them to, like, get away from anybody. And... I think the Packers are dangerous enough okay. that they could win this game still, uh, and I this is uh, this is one of those uh, one of those upset games. I'm, I'm, I think the way that people view what's going on with the franchises and stuff like that, I, th- I think this is. Uh, I mean, because the, the Falcons are favored in this game. Uh, I was just going to ask, what's what was the line on this one? Who's favored? Uh, yeah, Falcons are favored by three. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's been moving. And at home, right? Uh, that, yeah. Because if when they're at home, that's when we gosh. started the week, the Packers were favored in the game. And the, oh, okay. and the line's been moving uh, for to the injuries Falcons. and everything yeah, else. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, I actually think the Falcons are a good, or excuse me, the Packers are a good bet. Okay. So you're going Packers, you're right? I am going to take the Packers. Okay. Today. All right. <clears throat> so I'm also going with Packers. I just don't see it with the Falcons. Next up, um, Chicago Bears versus the Bucks. Plus so, two and a half on Chicago Bear over under at forty. Plus one twenty. If you're betting on the Bears, minus one forty two for the Buccaneers. Uh, real quick, last thing on that that last game. Sorry, I, I work um, with a Green Bay Packers fan, and he's a, and he's a good fan. Like he actually pays attention to stuff and knows knows his stuff. And so I asked him. I said, "Are you in love with love?" And he goes, "I'm in like with him." Yeah. <laughs> so and that's more than he yep. was willing to say about six weeks ago. So Packers fans are moving in in the falling in love with love yeah. direction. And, and he'll be better i think he's just gonna have a bad he flashes I, I i like him i think he's gonna be fine like i i mean you never know who, you know when when an aaron jones is, or excuse yeah. me an aaron Rodgers is gonna turn into an aaron Rodgers because people like when he first started you know showing up it was like oh he looks pretty good <laughs> yeah we like him we, we don't like him like we like brett Favre. but how you feel now 
We shall see. Um, All right, so, so we've got Chicago, Tampa Bay here. Um, Chicago looked god awful last week, um, mm-hmm. and I don't see a lot of hope Call for them to turn me. that around. Uh, <laughs> Tampa Bay, on the other hand, looked surprisingly scrappy. Like they look like Call like, me. and again, Baker Mayfield like <laughs> out there nice. being scrappy. Uh, and, and I, I I gave credit to. to to Ken here earlier, uh, he called the angry run of the week. If you guys uh, watch angry runs at all, uh, it was Baker Mayfield. You know, believe it or not, watch He's that out there live being and text scrappy. To these guys right away. I texted uh, right right when it happened. I was like, I think that that's going to be the angry run. There's like because he's a quarterback, it was going to be hard to beat. It was, yeah. And and it was it was not even his dominant hand. It was his left hand too. Like it was it was awesome play. Baker Baker <laughs> was, was awesome. It, he was, it was a good play. Yeah, I text these guys. Baker's dangerous today. <laughs> like he woke up dangerous. And he was. He woke up dangerous last. And week. I think he will be this week too. I mean, I, I'm not looking to start him fantasy wise, but uh, in two quarterback leagues. But I think and he's, if yeah. you have, if you're super flex, you can start Baker as your second quarterback for sure. This looks like a fairly low-scoring uh, humdrum affair here. I, I don't think either Based on how the Bears got good. beat down by the Packers, I don't know about that, sir. Oh, like, you think it's going to be a beat down here? Let me ask you, do you think this Buccaneers offense is better equipped to score points than the Packers offense it was last week? Do you like the weapons in the Buccaneers offense do you li- better than you liked Jordan Love last week? Oh God! So based oh, on right. that, based like on that game, I actually based on how Mike Mike Evans looked. <laughs> some Tampa Bay players. Um, based on how Mike Evans looked, <clears throat> and if you didn't see the game, Evans looked fresh. He looked okay. awesome. Like he went up and got a couple of balls. Like the last couple of years, I think he's just had some some leg injuries that have taken some of the like the lift out of his game and some of the explosiveness out of his game. If you can get Mike Evans on your team, man, he looks good. He looks good. Um. And so, Baker looks like he's going to be more competent than we thought. We thought he was going to he be. He was so leading that's, the that's offense, a big thing. and and the team likes um, him. Their their running game looks like crap, though. So oh, watch yeah. that. That that looks that that yeah. was bad, and especially because they were they were playing against Minnesota. So, the fact that they weren't able to get anything done. Oh, interesting side note about that too. There's a I follow the the CBS podcasts, and they do a, a behind the box score, like they do like an advanced stats, you know, and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and, and just some some other things. And the guy on there broke down a couple of Rashad White's runs from last week and just like roasted him on it. And it got back to Rashad White <laughs> and he DM'd the guy and said, you were hundred percent right. I, I needed to hit those holes. He said it straight up facts. Like he was, wow. like, so I'm watching Rashad White today because uh like i i man i love stuff like that yeah it's like that, the, you, showing some self-awareness I and love that. well and also like these guys like these fantasy analysts they're doing a job you know and they're asked to be like to be honest he's like yeah. and so he wasn't it's not like he was like trying to kill him like and he was like being mean he was just saying this is what i saw and so to have and like Apparently, like apparently, that's it's a thing that like these guys have, or they're you know, they have to be weary of because the players will DM them and <laughs> and, and roast them. And so he saw, I guess he saw the DM from Rashad White come through, and he was just like, oh, he didn't even want to open it. That's but, funny. But yeah, you know, so now he's got a buddy. And, you know, <laughs> so are we all going uh, Bucks? Um, or are you I'm, going Bears? I'm, no, I'm taking Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks. Uh, yeah. I like the Bucks. I actually like the um, the biggest thing about them last week was their defense. And like they played Minnesota t- better, tighter than Philly did on Thursday. Philly, Philly looks. Uh, we didn't talk about that at all. The, the Thursday night game, Philly does not look good. 
They they don't look right. They don't look right. They don't look like they looked last year. They're they definitely they not quite like on they, track. They, but yeah. they're still good. They're, they're, I mean, they're, last year they were like they were just like this cohesive machine right. that just destroyed on both sides of the ball, and this year they look like a like a mess kind of like they've got they've got all these talented players and they just they just kind of I, I can see the, the glint in your eye you're so happy about I am this happy but, but, I'm, but <laughs> as a but, Dallas but fan also, you're just I'm like not, oh. but also the Cowboys don't see them for like another eight weeks mm-hmm. so it's not like they have time to get together they have, yeah they have plenty and they're 2-0 so yeah. how would you like to be a discombobulated mess and be 2-0 you know it's yeah. pretty good with they're going to put it back together with some sure. extra time to get ready for week three so, like, I, I'm not saying I'd be worried about the Eagles not, you know, like, I still expect them to win 11 or 12 games this year, but they don't look right. Yep. They, they don't look they right. They need to put it together for sure. Um, All right. What do we got there? So, next, next up, we got um, Colts. Colts versus Houston Texans. This is Colts the- minus one over unders at 40, minus 110, both for the money line. This is my favorite game to watch of the day. I, I can't wait to watch this game because both of these quarterbacks looked awesome last right? week. They did. They looked awesome. Yeah. Like Anthony Richardson was or the, real. He I, was I I the best looking rookie quarterback I agree. By, by far. And the reason to me that he looked the best was like he looked like he knew what he wanted to do every play. He was aggressive. He was attacking. He It wasn't like the game was attacking him and he was reacting to it. It was the game was having to react to Anthony Richardson and it's going to be hard. He's so big. He's so fast. He throws the ball so hard. Like once like he, like he reminds me of a more, uh, he, he looks like he's got more of an ability to be a pure passer than Cam Newton. He looks more fluid when he throws the ball like cam had those those raw skills and just had that like cannon for an arm but he couldn't throw a flat pass to save his life like he could not throw a five yard flat route to to save his life and anthony richardson has touch and so i i think he's gonna be great like i i had an opportunity to draft him in some dynasty leagues where i had some like late first round picks you know and and i i wish i had taken him i I did not agree I didn't. I, he's he looks so much better than I thought he was going to look right away. I, I mean, honestly, he looks better. the 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 way that people people talked about him and just the tape that I watched from Florida, I wasn't sure he was ever going to look this good. Right. I mean, and I mean that uh, like because he, he, he looks he looks dangerous. Yeah. And can't stress that enough. That the reason why Ken's going on about that, guys, is like this is somebody you want to get a hold of. Anthony Richard could Richardson could be a you world leader this year. Like, oh, that's the he, biggest he could thing. Could be winning your league. If you're this somebody year. who drafted him as a pair, like oh, you, like, and that's what, and that was the I way tried. to do it. If you were like, so if you got pushed out of like the top six quarterbacks, anytime I got pushed out of the top six quarterbacks in a draft, I took Anthony Richardson and somebody else. And if you did that, get rid of the other guy. Yeah. Trade the other guy if he's tradable. Like, yeah. Anthony Richardson is going to be a top five quarterback this year. That's going to yeah. happen. It, it really looks like it. Um, on the other side, uh, Stroud, I didn't get to see as much of him, but uh, and his stat lines were definitely not as impressive. I like him. I think he looks but great. But everything I've heard uh, is that they're saying that, that this, good, this guy looked good. He's going to look better, for, for a rookie to go out and do what he did, it's like – Okay, if you drafted him or if he's on your dynasty squad, have a little confidence. See, this guy might actually be something. I, I think he is. And um, Nico Collins 
Yes, Nico Collins was well, 11 targets, right? Uh, it's going mean, to keep happening. You when if you watched the game, if you watched watched him, um, it's not a fluke. It's not that they didn't have anybody else. Uh, they've got athletes. Yeah. Like Tank Dell looks good too. Uh, John Mechie plays this week. John Mechie plays this week, and we'll talk about him in just a second because I want to. I don't want to just like just mention him, but um, C.J. Stroud. Uh, he looked comfortable back there. Um, I think that he will. As he plays more, he'll process faster, and he'll make more decisive plays. And when he does, I think some of these Texans receivers, other than Nico Collins, are also going to be startable. But I think you can start Nico Collins now as like a wide receiver too. I am this week. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, uh, I have some injuries. Uh, no, 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 in another league. But, okay, uh, but injuries happening. I'm like, okay, Nico. And then, Please. Yes. And so, yeah, so you can start him. Don't be, don't even be worried about it. Uh, don't be worried about Damian Pierce. It was just, it was a, it was a rough week one. He looks great. He looks yeah. like he looks even bigger than last year. And he's, you know who he reminds me of. And actually after I came up with it, it was interesting to me because he's, he's also from Florida is he looks like Emmett. Like he's got really? that. Yeah. He's, and he's got, um, the, his running style. It reminds me of Emmett cause he's, they're about the same size and he's physical. Like he, like he's not gonna just like his first instinct isn't gonna be to make you miss. It's to gonna put put his hand in your face. Right. And and Emmett did that when he was on when he would break runs to the outside. He was really good at inside making people uh, miss, but he wasn't particularly fast. So when he got to the edge, that's what he did. Was he hit you? He he put his hand in your into your face mask and he try and run you over. And so I like that about Damian Pearson. And he looks faster. Like he's. Um, than than an Emmett Smith, yeah. he looks like he can break runs. Like he he looks great. So and, if you're worried about him on week and he's one, the main guy, yeah, I wouldn't be worried. Don't about be him. worried about Singletary. They're gonna and their offense is gonna get better as the year goes along. They're gonna score more points. I like Damian Pierce a lot. The last thing I want to talk about in this game is uh, well, real quick, um, Colts receivers. Josh Downs is somebody you should be watching. People are talking about Michael Pittman. He had a great week one. Um, I. I think that was kind of an outlier week for him because, like, he he housed like a you know a screen pass for right. four, for forty yards, and that's just not what Michael Pittman's going to do very often. Um, so like, what, if you remove that, his stat line is like eight catches for sixty five yards or something Which like is that. A much more Michael Pittman stat, and that's fine. That's fine that's for uh, for a, a wide receiver three flex. But it's, so somebody's offering you something for, for Michael Pittman. I, excuse me, for Michael Pittman, a top 20 wide receiver or running back, I'd take it. Like, I, I w- wouldn't even really be that worried about who it was. I would take it because I think Michael Pittman had one of his best games of the year just last week. The receiver that looks better than him is Josh Downs. Like, running down the field and actually getting open, getting separation. I, I Like, Reggie Wayne said he was the best receiver in the draft this year. They like And the, the Colts had to have him. And they got him, and he looks good. So mm-hmm. I be, so keep watching him. He got six targets in week one. Keep watching him. And then last thing, John Mechie. We're watching John Mechie today. That's, that's this game. I'm so excited mm-hmm. for this game. There's so much to watch in this game. Um, so if you're not familiar, uh, John Mechie, he is in his second year. He missed his entire first year due to cancer. Um, before that, there... <sighs> There were what seven receivers drafted in the first round that that year? Yeah, right. Something like that. Yeah, it was a big year for receivers. Okay. John Mechie 
was the Fred Bolitnikoff Award winner as the most outstanding receiver for that year. The same year that Drake London, Traylon Burks, Jahan Dotson, uh, keep going, Jamison Williams, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. John Mechie played better than all of them in his senior year in college. college. Um, And and he did it at a prominent school. So I'm excited to see him. Like really excited to see him. Um, and yeah, that's it. We can move on. Oh, we didn't pick the game actually. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> so I'm gonna, pick, I'm gonna pick the Colts. I don't know which side to pick. I'm gonna here. pick this the Colts because I I just think that Anthony Richardson is more is better equipped to make a play when the game's on the line, and I think it's gonna be close. So I think this is gonna be one. Like I think one of these two quarterbacks is gonna get their first uh, fourth quarter comeback this week. <laughs> It does feel like a really close game. Uh, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna take the home team just just because. Like that, this this is just a hard one to pick and uh, safe. I'm gonna go with the home. Which Actually, is Texans, oh, the, right? And the Texans defense looked awesome. They looked yeah. so much so much better than what that final score tells. Uh, so much better than the story that the final score tells from last week. Okay. Their the very first possession, um, they uh, had the Ravens three and out and finished it with a sack. Nice. <laughs> that's how they started the year. That's how their defense started the year. I, I, I Texans, talked about right? this. Like I was uh, excited yes. to, to look at their defense because of their head coach, and also it was it uh, who was the the stud they got because they they got two players at the top of the draft this year. If you remember, they got Stroud, and then they got uh, right after him. They took the third pick overall too, didn't they? They, they uh, Anderson, Will Anderson Jr. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that like they got they got a captain on offense and, and defense. defense, yeah, and. Defense looks improved already. All right. So next up, we got the Giants and the Cardinals. Giants are minus four, over Boo. under 39 and a half. Minus 205 on the money <laughs> line. Plus 170 for the Cardinals. These are oh my God, the Giants. lines. The Giants needed this game so much. Like, after that blowout last week, after they, they look like a college team last week, like... They get to come in and play the Arizona it really Cardinals. Did look like a oh. team too, dude. It's like they were getting run over by the Cowboys reserves at the end yeah. of the game. Yeah, what what a get right game for the Giants. Like good. You hope? I I think. I, I don't know. They, the Cardinals like, are just that bad this year. Offensively, they are. Defensively, they're, they're they might be better they're, than people thought they were. That's but true. but the Commanders' offense could just be that bad. We don't know that. That's true. Too. We don't know yet. Yeah. we're not sure. We don't um, know how good Sam Howell yeah. is yet. Yeah, we don't know how well he'll play. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> but uh, uh, so, so fantasy is, options this, here. I think this, Barkley's this gonna is be the great. most boring game of the day. I don't even know if I'm gonna watch this one. Really? Um, yeah. Like, I, so I'm I'm worried. I like I don't want to start anybody but Barkley from the Giants side. Like, you're gonna have to start Waller. Yeah, if, I, I'd want to start him if you knew he. I don't even like, want to. Like, you you've heard about what's going on with his hamstring, right? Uh, well, please enlighten. They're they're talking like there's some s- talk that there are similarities between what he's going on, what he's got going on with his hamstring, and what Cooper Cup has going on with his hamstring. Oh, I had where not they, heard that. Where they don't actually know what it is, and the thing is, is like it's the same leg that kept him out all of last year, and but he says it's a different injury. Right. Like so, and that which does 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 not make it better. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm worried. As like I, I have him, you know, and I have him in one league, I, and I started so here's what Goddard over him on Thursday. Here's what I'm hoping. 
on the the dynasty league that we're in together, I have him as my tight end, and it felt like a huge score. Yeah, you know, um, I'm hoping that he does have a big game, a big game, and I can trade him because I, I want out. You're that worried. Yeah. I I'm that I'm that worried that I want out. Like he's he's he should be healthy. He hasn't played football for like fucking yeah. three years, and he's still not healthy. Like I want out. Um, and there's not another giant to think about. I mean, uh, Waller and, and Barkley are the, the whole now, team, the whole offense right we there. We mentioned, like, it's hard because uh, they scored zero points and they right. just did nothing offensively. So, the like, the only things that you can really look through and look for are, like, snap percentage and route participation and stuff like that. And the player who led the Giants in snap participation from the wide receiver core was... Paris Campbell. Okay. We talked about him briefly last week. Um, and I, what I said was if you see Paris Campbell um, as a focal point of the Giants offense tonight, uh, you can buy in and you can pick him up. Like if you need a receiver, you can pick him up as a wide receiver th- three flex type guy because, I mean, the Gi- we expect the Giants to score. We expect their offense to be better than, you know, 40 to nothing. And he's going to be a big part of it. That's that's what's going to happen. So if Paris Campbell is available to you and you are struggling at wide receiver, you can pick him up. Just to see. Yeah, just I wouldn't start him today, but because I'm like, I'm so worried about that Giants offense. Like, I love my Cowboys, but to go like to get shut out at home in your home opener. Like after maybe Dallas is just that good, brother. They might be. (laughs) They might be. But, uh, and then Arizona, is there anybody you want to start on James that side? Connor. You want to start James Connor? Um, and even then, I'm oh, hoping actually, not to. So, you I'm know, hoping um, I don't you know have to. Um, the player I'm hmm. watching for the Cardinals the most, you can start Zach Ertz. You can start Zach Ertz. Like yeah, if, okay, if yeah, I forgot about Ertz. If you're somebody who, who's yep. in tight end hell, Zach Ertz had 10 targets last week. He led the team in targets, and he played 80% of the snaps. So not great targets, but those so targets will get better as Dobbs gets more, you know, experience in this mm-hmm. offense that he just joined what three weeks ago. Yeah, I don't think they're ever going to be good, but if you're somebody who's streaming tight end, Zach Ertz could actually float you for a while. Yep. You know, um, and uh, actually, um, Michael Wilson, uh, the rookie wide receiver. Uh, oh, uh, for Arizona, had, he uh, I think he had seven targets in the game, something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I I could I could be wrong about that, but I I remember looking at his at his his box numbers. I didn't. This was not a game I had time to go back and watch the Cardinals and Commanders. Right. Um, but uh, the numbers on him look pretty good, so I'd be watching out for Michael Wilson. He's somebody that like if he continues to get that Just kind of have on your radar. Yeah. 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 Agreed, and that's about all we're talking about in this game. I'll, I'll take the Giants. I think they're going to come back. And, I'll take the Giants too. I'll yeah. stick with you. I'm not, <laughs> as much as I like, the, to me, this is a pick'em game too. Like I could see really? the Cardinals winning this game. The Cardinal, well, if, because to me, the Giants and the Commanders are right next to each other. Yeah, in, I agree. In, in terms of skill level and in like you know who I might think make make the playoffs, they played them tough. They were winning yeah. that game in the fourth quarter, so. They're going to be at home today. They could do the same thing to the Giants. Next up, 49ers versus the Rams. Minus 7.5 uh, for the uh, Niners. Over-under is at 45. Minus 325 is the money line. Plus 260 if you're betting on the Rams. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, Niners looked damn good last week. Brandon Ayuk. Um, <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately for Ray here, I think they're going to look good again. 
Um, yeah, the Niners are going to roll until something gets in their way or their injuries or something. Like, they're, they're one of those teams after week one, you're like, damn. damn. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they did it on both sides. Yes. Yes. Like, they picked that Steelers team apart. Uh, like, there was the one big play from, from McCaffrey, but it was like Brock Purdy just dissected it. They him. did whatever they wanted. Uh, Brock, Brock, how awesome is Brock Purdy? Very impressive, man. Like, every time I watch him, I'm like, ah, oh, he's going to fall apart. No, wow, look at that. He's making good plays. He's making good decisions, you he know. He makes so, good decisions. He's yeah. fun to watch in the pocket. It's he's Because he's he looks he's got such great pocket awareness, and his mechanics are so good. Like, he just, like, he's fun to watch. It's fun to watch him step back and process, like, what's mm-hmm. going on. And he's, and like, more often than not, when he delivers the ball, like it's right on target, and that guy's it's, open. Yeah. So, like it's it's fun to watch. He he's fun to watch. Um. So starting your Niners, and then uh, on the Rams side, I, I'm serious about this. I, I think Brandon Ayuk is going to be the the 49ers number one wide receiver. I, I mentioned that last week that I I thought that that could really happen, and then Debo who? Yeah. He, like he got he got his Debo got his and, touches and, and they weren't going to have games and they but, weren't any different than his touches. Yeah. The thing is, is just that Brandon Ayuk is down the field getting open. He's just yeah. so much more like like Debo. I, it's hard to say he's more explosive than Debo, but his opportunities are so much more explosive than Debo's because Debo has to do all the work himself right. to get all of those points. He's catching that ball two yards from the line of scrimmage. He's grabbing that ball behind the line of scrimmage on, on an end around, whereas Brandon Ayuk is 15 yards down the field separated from his guy, and all he has to do is make a catch. Right. And, you know, <clears throat> and, and so his, it's just it, like his skill set is so much more um, conducive to f- scoring fantasy points than Debo's is. Yeah, no, I agree. Like Debo's that twitchy guy, but Ayuk's the one getting the yards. So if somebody was trying to sell high on Ayuk to you because they thought because you know they thought they're being smart, buy. <laughs> 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 He's like Ayuk's gonna be top fifteen. For okay, sure. and like, hard to argue after week one, but uh, yeah, I'd to be me, a little the, the only little thing cautious that was on that. Uh, th- to me, the only thing that was different was this time he got the touchdowns. Um, but if you look back at his games with Brock Purdy, he gets six to eight targets yeah. every week. The, the, the biggest thing is that offense has so many huge weapons that you know he's going to have days where he disappears. I don't think so. He, like if you look, like if you look back, really? Yes, he gets six to eight targets every single week. The thing is, is I just I think he's in a, in a place now where he's just going to maximize those targets all the time. You're not going to yeah. get games where he has like five for fifty five and doesn't do anything. I just don't. I, I, and even that hmm. is like, yeah, and that's decent. Yeah, even that's that, yeah, but but I think that's his floor now. Whereas before it could have been like zero. Know, I don't even. Last year his floor wasn't zero. Last year his floor was more like three catches, but he did that every single game. So Alyssa's saying hi, good morning and hey. pick eight is at thirteen k, Brian. And what is? Oh yeah, yeah. That's a uh, that's our pick eight pool that uh, I'm hopefully going to win this week. Thirteen K. Good morning, Alyssa. <laughs> so I think uh, just kind of as I was going through DraftKings, one thing worth mentioning is it seems like all the Rams players are really cheap this week. Uh, yeah, people aren't going to buy in right away because the Rams were a projected top five right. pick. So like one week is isn't going to just win people over. Um, 
Well, the thing is, is who are you going to start on the Rams this week? I mean, uh, you know, Higby. Cups out. Uh, Puka, which looked great last week. All of a sudden, now he's okay. We were discussing that. You guys think he's going to play? Some for some reason, I, I saw a report that I, I didn't think he was going to play. Um, so interesting um, statistic. You got to choose between the two running backs. Here's uh, here's who I would start on uh, for the Rams DFS today. Two mm-hmm. two Atwell. Uh, I knew there was at least one in there. That's so cheap as they're going. And mm-hmm. Here's uh, now he's somebody that we think of as like a gadgety player, right? Two two Atwell. Um, Size-wise, he's not far off of... He's like somewhere in between a, a Devontae Smith and Tyreek Hill. Because he's like height-wise, he's closer to, to Tyreek Hill. And then uh, weight-wise, he's closer to Devontae Smith. So he's a, he's a lighter guy. But the Rams used him a lot like the um, Dolphins used Tyreek Hill. Uh, he led the league... He was second in the league last week in pre-snap motion. Okay. So the Rams are moving him to get him into matchups. And he was also in on like 80% of the plays. He's like, if, but, but would you really want to play him this week? He's, because saying, I, I don't know. I don't want to play any of the Rams against okay. the 49ers. That's yes. a, that's, yeah. that's, that seems like, and I think that's the sum up there is do not play your Rams. this week. What's, the, what's the expression pissing yes. in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what that is. Like, yeah. you know, but if you ask me, like if, yeah. is there somebody I would start? It's like, if I wanted, if I wanted to get squirrely, you know, on DFS, I could start Tutu out. Well, but, uh, Outside of DFS, like Tutu Atwell is somebody that should be on rosters. He shouldn't, like, yeah. based on how the Rams used him in week one, him and Puka Nakua and should, Stafford looked should good have been last picked week. up. Like, you can Stafford drop Van Jefferson. Like he's legit. I, I think you can drop Van Jefferson. Yes. Um, but And you guys uh, are going Niners, right? Nakua. Yes. yes. Nakua, Higby, and um, Tutu Atwell should all be on rosters. Agreed. So let's right. try to squeeze one more in before our injury update. Um, New York Jets versus the Dallas Cowboys. New York Jets plus eight and a half. Woo, 38 and a half over under. Plus 300 is the money line. Minus 380 if you're betting on the Cowboys. Okay. We, we've talked a lot about this game a little bit moving up. So we, I think we can be a little bit quick. This is going to be a very <laughs> defensive game. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? This is the Jets defense versus the Cowboys defense. This is how I see the game. Uh, what, what was the over under? I'm sorry. I didn't. I missed that. Thirty-eight and a half. Thirty-eight and a half. Wow, that that still seems high. <laughs> I would definitely go under on that. Uh, th- this feels like a, a seventeen to six game to me. Um, I guess I'm going to have to pick the Cowboys, but my heart's with the Jets. <laughs> I think the Cowboys can run the scoreboard up over the over. I, I think that Jets defense is amazing. Uh, yeah, and they're going to they're going to work to protect the ball today. Uh, the Cowboys have no uh, Brandon Cooks today also mm-hmm. is uh is an important thing the player i'm watching in this game is going to be jalen tolbert uh he's going to get some more work people are just in, like the person you think of first is michael gallup and sh- he probably going to be on the field more mm-hmm. but i'm like as a cowboys fan i've been fading on him for a while um like he did not come back strong from his from injury, injury. Yep. um he hasn't looked great in training camp this year, he has like the person who's looked good flash to me has been Jalen Tolbert. Like he looked like he improved a lot over his rookie year. And he was one of the, those raw receiver draft picks. He came from a smaller school. Um, I can't like, he came from some Texas school. I think I can't, I can't even remember the name of the school, but um, 
I'm watching him today. Um, and then, obviously, I'll be watching Zach Wilson on the other side yeah. and, and seeing what he does. Um, Which is going to be handing the ball off a lot. And, and, and honestly, <laughs> that disappoints me because it's like, you got, I mean, you're not. there's no way you're going to win a Super Bowl that way, right? And you think of your team as a Super Bowl contender. The only way that you're going to be able to win that Super Bowl is if your quarterback can play. Like you're like the days of winning a Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer are over. That's not going to happen. It's, it's not. Sorry. It's going to be tough, but I. It's, and Arthur it's Smith, happen and again. Arthur Smith will have to learn that lesson someday. But <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm serious. Like uh, so, let him let him let him play. Like let him like. He's not good at trying to navigate like five to like 10 yard passes. That's not where Zach Wilson is good. Zach Wilson is good at making things happen with his feet when they break down and he's, and he's got an arm and he's got a, like he's got a rocket, like rocket arm for a little guy. Like if you've watched him throw the ball, he could fucking fling the ball. And they need to let him do it because they've got a guy, they've got a dude in Garrett Wilson that like you saw what he can do. Yeah. Like guy's that amazing. Is, that's one of the best catches of all time. That guy is that amazing. Touchdown yeah, is no un- doubt. absolutely unbelievable. Um, so just, if you get one on one, you know, throw it up there, let him throw it up there. Yeah. Like don't make him dink and dunk because that's where he's, he's gonna upset you. And he's, and it's, not even like it's hard to evaluate young quarterbacks that way because like if you if you ask them to try and throw the ball over and over and over again where the most defenders are like in the first 15 yards you know where there's always like seven plus defenders around you mm-hmm. like they make mistakes all of the young quarterbacks do so like if you want to if you want to maximize your young quarterback like you have to give them like opportunities like so, the yeah. Uh, yeah, watching their watching their offense run last week, there was a lot of you know just like bubble screens, slants, hooks, stuff like that. And to me, like with the the running game that they have, they need to be running some bootlegs and some some play action. You know, throw the ball downfield. Well, and we'll see. Like this is you know they game plan for Zach Wilson this week. They they didn't do that last week, so we'll we'll see what happens. Agreed. But, uh, Agreed. yeah, I guess we're all taking the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Including right. Bezzy. Okay, we're at 858. Do you guys want to do the injury report or sneak in Commander's You know, I, I think we can blast through the injury report real quick. Uh, I, I've been kind of monitoring as we, we go here, and there aren't too many um, uh, surprises. Uh, C.J. Stroud is in. Eckler's out. Aaron Jones out. Uh, da, 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 da. Edwards. Lair is in, if you care. Uh, Kendrick Miller or Condre Miller plays too late, so still questionable. Uh, Christian Watson is out. Hopkins is in. That's something you might have been wondering about. Uh, Jerry Judy is in. Hopkins always plays. Uh, Puka Nakua is expected to play. So there you go. You Excellent. guys were right on that. Um, and Brandon Cooks is not expected to play. Puka Nakua playing in the game actually makes me like Tutu Atwell a little more. I can see that. Way. Yeah, so all the pressure isn't on him. Yeah. Uh, Amari Cooper is something that we're all monitoring, and of course, doesn't play till tomorrow, so still questionable. Uh, Kelsey is in, Mark Andrews is in, 
and uh, Dulcich was placed on IR if you care. And that's all I see. Do, do you have any Dulcich on Dulcich on IR is news. Uh, Adam Troutman's probably available. Um, he had some run last week, and he's been a guy that our fantasy footballer, you know, guys have, have been on. The guy that that I lean, mo- I seem to identify with in terms of like fantasy uh, processing the most. Loves Adam Troutman. That's Mike. Mike, right, right, right. And uh, that's funny because he's the one I least relate to. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that it is funny. You're well. You're more like Andy though. Uh, Andy and Jay- Jason's actually Jason's, guy, a, but, Jason's yeah. wild. It's funny. See, I could see you being a fan of the way Jason thinks, but you don't play like him. You play like Andy. That, yeah, I, could, I don't know. When I'm listening, I'm always a Jason guy. But anyway, you don't, that's funny. Cause I, I, yeah, that's really funny because I never see his players on your rosters. I'll show you later. <laughs> All right. So uh, moving on, let's see. Commanders versus the Broncos. The uh... Commanders are at plus four. The over/unders at thirty-eight and a half. Plus one sixty is the money line. Minus one ninety-two if you're betting on the Broncos. Not excited to watch this game either. No, yeah, this this definitely another defensive game. Another oh man, what over/under you know, under forty again? What's right? weird is it's like Rush with Russ was so efficient last week, and they still just like they just didn't score. It was and I and they get Judy this week, so maybe that was it. Uh, we'll see, I'm, I'm, I am interested to see if their offense opens up a little bit because Judy's the guy. But Judy, it's going to be hard to do against that defense. The commander's defense is no joke. Uh, yeah, well, their pass rush is really good. But the Broncos' offensive line is also really good. Um, I think uh, Russ was pressured the least in week one, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I'm, pr- I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure that I, I heard that somewhere that he had the least amount of pressure, which was another reason that people were killing their offense because like he didn't have any pressure and they still just didn't score. But I just, I don't think they had people getting open down the field, you know, right. because like Adam Troutman was the, I mean, Cortland Sutton scored in the game and people still aren't really talking about him. And the reason is because he still, he didn't look very good doing it. Right. Uh, it's not like he was beaten guys. He didn't look like, you know, Cortland Sutton pre-injury or something like that. Um, but Judy is the guy with juice. Uh, and when I've seen them make make plays, like when they made plays last year, it was Judy. It was him finding Judy in the middle of the field. So that's what I'm most excited to see in this game is the Russ to Judy connection. That's what I'll be watching. And obviously the continuation of Javante Williams, but this isn't a, game, a very good game to measure where he's at. I don't think because the commander's defensive line is so good. Right. Chase, they get, and they get Chase Young back today. Um, it was the best oh. mem- the best member of their defensive line, and they've been without him for a long time. I'm pretty sure he missed uh, most of last year with uh, an ACL. I think he went down with an ACL. That sounds like right. I, I know it was fairly early. Yeah. So uh, pick, who pick I, I'm going to pick the Broncos. Honestly, I'm going back and the, forth. The Broncos are at home, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm picking the Broncos, that, and that's why I'm going to pick them because they're at home. That's like you did that earlier with the Cardinals and the Giants, and or actually, no, excuse me, it was the Texans and Colts, and this game feels very similar to me. Um, and I think smart money is, you know, Denver here if you're just, you know, not taking points into account. And um, but I'm I, I'm going to go with my gut on this one. I just I feel like Washington's going to pull this one out. I, I don't Ooh. think Denver's quite there yet. OK. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with. Oh, come on, Sam. Prove me right. I'm actually leaning with Brian on this one. Oh, wow. 
Ooh, I get the lone wolf on the Bronco. Okay. Wow, that's okay. a that's a that. nice lone wolf there. Yeah, I'll take that. Mile high. Get the yeah. lone wolf in mile high. That's, I say uh, I was kind of going out on a limb there. Yeah. I didn't expect anybody with me. The, the, howl, <laughs> the howls are shorter in mile high, but you know. Right. <laughs> we'll get ah, that's a good one. Next up, we got Miami <laughs> Dolphins versus the Patriots. Dolphins minus two and a half. The over under is at forty six and a half. Uh, money lines at minus one forty two and plus one twenty if you're betting on the Patriots. Uh, the Patriots actually looked awesome last week. Um, like functionally, they they looked like a much better team, and mm-hmm. I thought they deserved to win the game. Like, and that's and it's just it's, based on the bad decisions by by Philly. My yeah. God, uh, not well. I mean, I wouldn't say ba- necessarily based on the uh, like. It was the, the, there was a couple end of the game. I can't remember specifically, but I remember just going, "Why the hell would they do that? Don't, don't they know how much time's on the clock?" Uh, you're like, talking about poor ma- poor clock management. Yes, yes, I agree. Um, I like, agree with that. 100%. Yeah, they, they like, gave them a chance it, to win that they didn't and, need to and, have. And it's because like it's their head coach. Like their head coach is just like he's an overly aggressive, to me arrogant mm-hmm. kind of guy, and like and that's one, and one of the it's arrogant one of the reasons describes that last I, week. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons I'm not a big fan of what they have going on in Philly, and I just kind of expect them to you know, to lose yeah. important games. Like you know, like the, they were closer to winning the Super Bowl than I thought they were going to be. And like, sure. but I but I still believe if the 49ers quarterback hadn't gotten hurt in the championship game, they wouldn't have got there. So hard to argue with that right now. But. I, I, the 49ers team looks so good. Yeah, <laughs> they look so good. I can't wait to watch them and the Cowboys in a well, couple weeks. And speaking of looking good, that Miami team um, looked good last week. They did, but they're headed up to New England, mm-hmm. and they traditionally do not play well there. And it's the I, same the other way around too. Huh? It is. It is. It's really interesting, actually. When, uh, but um, the funny thing about that is, it typically is only when New England goes there in December, like particularly in hmm. in December when they play the Dolphins in Miami, they have a lot of trouble. Not as much so at the beginning of the year for what, like for whatever reason. But that is weird. Uh, it is. It's very weird. Like uh, there were some interesting stats on that. Uh, for Tom in, during Tom Brady's career, they were like uh, at one point they were like zero six in December games in Miami. It was pretty funny, and one hmm. one of the times Miami was bad. Uh, if you remember, um, well, probably uh, a few of the times because Miami's been was, bad uh, for a while. Miami, um, it was what year was it? I think it was like uh, I I can't remember exactly what year it was. Maybe twenty nineteen. Um, yeah, I think it was Brady's last year in New England. The Patriots were cruising to the number one seed, yeah, and they had to play. They had to play in Miami, who was cruising to a top five pick in Miami to finish the season. Lost the game on that last play of the game. Remember that? <laughs> frick, you remember that? Uh, like it was, it was like a, it was a hook and ladder. And, oh jeez! No, oh yeah, and Gronk it, missed the last Gronk tackle. Mi- and Gronk missed the last tackle. There's <laughs> yeah. that, it's so funny because there's like there's commercials. There's a commercial where they re- they replay it with just dots right now. And I and and I can oh, and I it's and, that play and, and every yes and I see wow. it in my head. I see Gronk missing the last tackle every time I watch that commercial. <laughs> That's funny. Um, like he he just looked silly missing it too. It wasn't just it, like that. oh it was bad. It was so bad because they put him back there because they thought they were going to throw a hail mary. So they you yeah. know they wanted Gronk to be back there to bat the ball down. But they didn't, so he ended up ne- needing to like be able to like cut off the angle, and he just like he's so slow at this point in his career, he couldn't do it. Um, and because of that, the Patriots went from getting the number one seed to being like the number three seed or something like that, and had to play the wild card, and then had to go to Tennessee 
instead of being at home hosting the you know Tennessee, gotcha. and that was Brady's last game in uh, as a Patriot. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, sorry, sorry about that little sidebar, uh, taking you down memory lane. It was a fun one, but yeah, it, it was a good one. Um, I, as you know, am not the biggest believer in Tua. Right. Um, that Mike, that Mike McDaniel offense just puts that just makes guys so wide open. It looks like good, now man. last week was the most impressed I've been with Tua. Like mm-hmm. there's there were a couple of passes that were just like wow that's that's better than I thought he could play. But he's going to go up against Bill Belichick this week. So Which I, is dangerous. I'm starting Tyreek Hill. I'm starting Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. You probably have to start Tua because, like, based on where you got him and yeah. what he did in week one, like, and why, his potential. Why, like, yeah, why wouldn't you? Because he could just he could do it again. They could be that good. Um I tell you what, when Miami's healthy, I believe in Miami. Like you said, that offense just looks amazing. It's their defense that worries me. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. But when the offense is clicking, man. Like, I worry about the running. I don't game. think anyone can I worry put up about that their points. ability to pick up third and two. That that's that's the thing where I, I Well like, you toss it to Tyreek. <laughs> I mean you don't try I, to I, run. I'm, I'm just saying, like I, I mean I'm well. In situations where you need to be able to push people off the ball, that's where I think that yeah. they struggle. Um, and and teams like that typically don't really like they struggle to make it far in the playoffs because those those plays are inevitably important. They're just they're season um, defining important at some point. It doesn't matter what team you are. Like you're gonna have to be able to pick up a third and one, a fourth and one, in a, in a situation where you can't be gadgety. Um. We'll see. We'll see. I definitely get your point on that, but I don't know. The, uh, the Miami offense just seems the Patriots offense than looked a lot everywhere last week. They the, looked how, good. Like, oh man, they looked. Mac Jones looked good again. Like he, it was uh, like people. He, he, their offense was so bad last year that people were just kind of off right. of Mac Jones. <laughs> like as far as his, uh, his, his career arc. We got a comment here. Um, What's going on? I hope your team gets diarrhea today, Brian. <laughs> is that Cameron? Is that, is that the pirate? That must be Cameron. It's got to be Cameron. <laughs> Bobed, one, two, three. I don't know. What's up, dude? I hope his team gets diarrhea, too. Thanks, guys. I was the high scorer of the week last week, right? Is that me? That was me. Yeah, okay. I, I believe checking. it was. Yeah. yeah. Tyreek Hill and Christian McCaffrey will do that for Tyree you. Tyreek Hill will do that for you. Yeah. Like I, I did the, I, in my dynasty league, the one, the one, my oldest dynasty league, uh, I have Tyreek Hill. And the Cowboys defense. <laughs> so, are we all going Patriots on that game? Uh, I'm going to take Miami. I'm taking the Patriots. And I, I, I just, like I like how that Patriots offense looks. Um, I'm in, like so that that's that was my question. Let me just lead in is uh, looking at that Patriots offense. Who do you want to start other than Ramondre Stevenson? Hunter Henry. Uh, like you can definitely start Hunter Henry. Okay. Um, and then uh, we've. I don't know if I want to buy in to any of their receivers yet. That's the thing. So, and that's kind of my point is that everybody else you're kind of watching. Yeah, I think like, those are the only two pieces that you can start with any kind of confidence. Uh, and even then, it's you know Hunter Henry is somewhat confident. You know, I, I mean, he's yeah. not a top ten tight end. Uh, they're supposed to have Devontae Parker back today, right? And he's their number one, supposedly. And Devontae Parker has been a league winner. In, in past years uh, 2019 
the run that he had, the end, I think it was the end of 2019. It was either the end of 2019 or the end of 2020, where he was, uh, I think he was probably uh, the number three or number four wide receiver in fantasy. Okay, yeah. I was going to so, say, but he had that one year. That's... Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but he's had but he's had stretches. The, his problem is he hasn't been able to stay hasn't been able to stay on the field. But when Devontae Parker's on the field, he's a target monster. And if the Patriots' offense is better this year, and he's their number one, he's the one guy on their team that I'd be like looking to get on my team. Fair. All right, moving on. Saints versus the Panthers minus three versus on the Saints over under at thirty nine and a half. If you're betting the money line, minus 155 on the Saints and plus 130 for the Panthers. Uh, I think Panthers are still trying to get their stuff together. And I think the Saints look like they're putting something together. Um, the Saints could be good. They they impressed me a little bit last week. Um, Carr looks like he's got a good feel for that offense. Um, I, I think the Saints are going to roll here. Um, I agree. Ooh. Yeah. I actually agree with you. I, th- I do think the Saints are going to roll. I think they're going to look much better offensively than they did last week against the Titans because that Titans defense is top five. I agree. I'm going to lone wolf the uh, Panthers then, I guess. Um, so uh, people should be watching Rashid Shahid because he, he just keeps scoring touchdowns and big touchdowns because he's just he's so fast. He's so explosive. Um, I think that – He's hasn't been on a lot of people's radar just because he's one of those guys that he got drafted at age 24 and he doesn't have like prototypical size. He's six foot, 190 pounds. But you know, well, who else is six foot and 190 pounds? Stefan Diggs. So, but, but what's his potential in that offense? I mean, he's the number three. Can he be the number two? Yes. Over Michael Thomas. I yeah. mean, Michael Thomas looked like he was pretty impressive. He's, a, but yeah, but Michael Thomas is Michael Thomas. He's a possession receiver, right? And then you got Olave. I just there's so many mouths to feed there. I just it's not about to me. It's not about like. So the only to me the only player that you're gonna get from that team that you're gonna want to start every single week is Olave. That's Agreed. the like, and that's all season season long to me. Like unless there's an injury that happens in the running back room, specifically to Jamal Williams. I think the only player you're going to have supreme confidence in all year long is going to be Chris Olave. Um, you're going to get games from Michael Thomas. You're going to get games from Rashid Shahid. The thing is, is I think their um, opportunities are going to be close enough that you would want Shahid because his are just going to be so much more explosive. Like, I just don't see Michael Thomas ever getting back to the... Because now that they've got Olave as the best route runner on the team, I just don't see him, you know, getting to, like, 10 targets. Like I just, unless there's an injury to Olave, I don't... Like, I don't... I, I think these guys are really good. All three of them yeah. are really good. This is a really good right. wide receiver core. Like, because, because Shahid is so uh, undervalued, I don't think people really see it that way. But that's... I, and and that's uh, I think Shahid brings a whole bunch of value to the team, the Saints. You yes, know what I mean? Agreed, to the offense, agreed, because he's uh, yes, he's so fantasy explosive. wise. I don't know if he's going to be super relevant this year, but he's going to be one of those guys that you watch and maybe be a spot starter here or there. He's uh, he's he's going to be an excellent DFS play, right? Right. All the time. Catch him on the right week for cheap. Exa- yeah. yeah, exactly. Because he's going to be cheap all year long. He's never going to exceed like five thousand dollars in in DraftKings, but and he's. Uh, you know, probably four to five times going to score you 20 points this year. That's the way I see it. 
All right. And then on the Panthers side, I mean, is there anybody to talk about? You've got Sanders. Um, Again, the tight end, I guess. <laughs> you could talk about Hayden Hurst because he's uh, he, he could lead the team in targets. <laughs> that's crazy. Pretty gross. But uh, <laughs> that's true. Um, and then that's it. I don't want anybody else yeah. on the team at all. All right. Sums so it up. So next up is Browns versus the Steelers. Oh, I'm sorry. That includes Miles Sanders, by the way. I don't. I don't want him either. Oh, I, I, yeah. I think Miles Sanders is going to be pretty good this year. And uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think that, because they're not going to. To me, what you got last week from Miles Sanders is what you're going to get every week. And do you then, happen to remember the stat line? He carried the ball 16 times and he had four targets. I think he had like four catches and he put up a PPR like 11 points. I think, okay. and I and I just think that's right. what you're going to get because I don't think they're uh, going to score. But if he's getting 20 opportunities a game, gimme. You okay. know what I mean? I'll take that. Okay. From a team that scores 13 points a game, you have them. Go ahead. Because <laughs> that's what you're going to get. You're not going to get these 100. You're not going to get games where he's got 130 yards and two touchdowns. And he'll do it today just to spite me. But, right. you're, but that's the way that I see it. The way that this Panthers offense runs, because their offense is going to stall out on drives enough that he's, he's just not going to be able to have those, like, the, the chunk plays – they don't happen when your team gets one first down and punts the ball. They happen when you go first down, first down, boom, chunk play. And they're not a team that's going to be able to do that to very many people. Like a lot of their points, I think, are, are going to be fluky because they just don't look like they don't, they don't, they don't have weapons. Yeah, they don't look great yet. That's they for sure. Ha- like their best wide receiver is Adam Thielen. Well, and, you know, we <laughs> that's scary, but. But we we don't know the the capabilities of Young yet, so let's let's uh, you know he looked like the worst of the he, he's, quarterbacks. I, I agree, but but you know he has room to improve and time to do it. So, um, you know he can only get better. I'm <laughs> saying like I think uh, I, I think so. Miles Sanders had that draft capital, um, and this is personal for the guy next to me. But like he had that draft capital that you can trade him for something. Like you could probably like turn him into like a Brandon Ayuk, you know, from, from a team that needs a running back or something like that. And I would be doing that right now because I, that offense just doesn't look like it's going to score enough points. He's not like Miles Sanders at the end of the year is going to have like 45 catches for 240 yards, you know, 900 yards rushing and five touchdowns. Yeah. So, and I see him more like, you know, 1100 yards and eight touchdowns. And I just don't think he's going to get there. I just don't think he's going to get the touchdowns. I think it's going to be disappointing. I think it's going to, like his best weeks are going to be like 18 carries for 85 yards and five catches for no, 30. I can't see that. He's <laughs> like, going to have better weeks. And that, that. and I mean and that's not bad. That's a 16 point week. But that to me that's those are yeah. going to be his best weeks because his other weeks where he's like I wish just, Sanders was on your team so I could trade for him. <laughs> and I would trade you I would trade it to you. So, Browns Steelers? <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, and this Brown- is the Browns coming off a, a game where they looked good, and the uh, Steelers coming off a game where they looked really bad. Let me read the lines. Oh, sorry. Uh, minus two for the Browns, 38.5 over under. Minus 135 is the money line, plus 114 if you're uh, these are the, betting on the Steelers. These are the lowest, owner, lo, 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 lowest over unders I can remember. Oh, yeah. We've this had, is a Monday night game, too. Yes, yeah. there's One two Monday nights. Right, yeah. right. This is the second Monday night, and they game. run concurrently. I yeah, this time they're an hour apart, but yeah, so essentially yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't awful. 
Yeah, I don't just enough to get some of the Panthers game, and they go, "Yeah, I'm gonna switch over." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just, right. yeah just catch a little bit of the. Oh yeah, he still looks bad. Okay, we'll watch the other game. Uh, um, I think this is gonna be a good game. Uh, I mean, these are two teams that are coming on from different directions from last week, but uh, we, I think this I'm, is gonna be a good. I'm sorry, are we in Pittsburgh game? or Cleveland? It looks like we are in, in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. When was the last time the Pittsburgh Steelers started 0 and 2 at home? Like started the season 0 and 2. And played both. Can we Google that? I meant I meant to Google that and see if I could find. I don't think so. I no. That's 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 one of the things that the Steelers don't do. Would it be is they just don't lose like consecutive games at home. Like did they? So they played last week at home. They were at home last week. Yeah. So that's that. I I meant to look that up because it, it feels like one of those things that the Steelers just like are incapable of doing as a franchise is just like starting the season by losing consecutive games <laughs> at home because that's what bad teams do and the Steelers just like in my life have been sub 500 like twice yeah <laughs> and I'm 38 <laughs> they just don't do it no I agree and it's it's a nice little uh, something to have for your team I'm just like okay we're always good so that always feels good yeah but as far as this solid, this, always solid. Yes. Yeah. 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 We don't. We never want to put a bag on our head. A, <laughs> uh, it looks like Knowles, twenty thirteen, uh, lost to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. In twenty thirteen, it was it was Knowles's team, and no. they were no. lost to the Bengals. Twenty thirteen. Maybe not. No, never no, mind. That was, no, no. That's that's when the stat is looked like eighty two. 82. 1982 was the last time the Steelers started 0-2 at, at home. home with both of the games at home. And still okay. made the playoffs. I can't find an 0-2 just start. I'm looking right now. There's a lot out here. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, is that it doesn't happen often. We are uh, good at home. Uh, we always have a solid team. Yeah, but it looks uh, like the 80s. And yeah. they get, and they just got outplayed by a better team last week. It sure looked like it. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm gonna pick my boys this week. Um, definitely definitely a little worried without Deontay Johnson out there. Um, you know he's definitely the the comfort blanket for uh, for Kenny. So I, I'm a little worried about that. I think this is gonna be a close, low scoring game. Um, you oh, know, so I think the the Steelers will pull it pull it out on defense. What, what about you? Ken? What do you what do you think about Calvin Austin? Uh, my my pick? Yeah. I'm going to pick the Steelers. I think Austin is a, a fun little gadget guy. Well, not not gadget, but um, he's your he's our downfield, you know, g- going to get that big huge play. Guy. Yeah. He he had six targets last week. Pulled all that of them in. Surprised me. Yeah. He, he pulled all six targets in. He only went for like 37 yards, but he pulled all six targets in and he got six of them. And so with Deontay out, is he going to get more work? Well, I think he has to get more work for sure. So is he somebody uh, but- that people should be looking at? He's somebody that should be on a radar um, right now with Kenny Pickett. I, you know, he's not going to support that many options. Pickens is the guy that you want to have right now. Do you want to have Pickens? Are you starting him? Um, he can definitely be started this week. Uh, am I looking to start him? No, no, I'm not. Like, ooh, I got to get Pickens in my lineup. But if he's going to be my number three this week, I'd be like, no, that's a, this is a good week for him to be the number three. Okay. So number three, so you're yeah. okay with him as a number three? You, let's if see. I had to, yeah. Would you rather start him or Elijah Moore? Oh, that is a tough one. Um, it's it's right there. Um, I'd start Pickens over Elijah Moore for upside, right? But, yeah. Okay. Because because Pickens is going to be so. The would you one agree on the that the safer play would be more? The what? Sa- would you agree that the safer play would be like Elijah Moore? 
No, no. Okay. I think it's Pickens. Cool. Pickens is going to get his okay. targets. So PPR and non PPR, you'd still yeah. pick Pickens. I, over I take Pickens okay. there. Would, do you agree or? I do. Okay. I do agree. I do. Yeah. Elijah Moore got a little more work than I expected, and Amari Cooper is. And uh, Elijah Moore is somebody that I am limited. watching. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I think after how well they played last week and how involved he was in the offense, you should be watching. Yep. Uh, so real quick to um, remember, uh, you asked me last week. It was uh, Bateman versus uh, Elijah Moore. I'd still pick Bateman. He was very involved in the offense too, and he looked good. He looked good down the field. Like he looked, he looked fast. He looked healthy. He looked strong. Like you know, and honestly, I've got Bateman in a few I, places, so I'm happy him, to hear you say that. When I saw him, I actually didn't recognize him. All I saw watching that game was flowers. Like that's all I could see was just like, oh my god, I wish I had flowers. <laughs> like that's all I could think of. Watching I that have game. him everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> the one place I didn't get him was in our redraft league, our our you know redraft league of, of record because I didn't think that anybody would bid on him. And if I like, if I had known I was going to need to save some money for him, I would not have spent one on Tyler Lockett. <laughs> like I would have definitely had. Zay Flowers on my roster yeah. over t- Tyler Lockett is oh, yeah. gambled there. Looking at it now, you're like, Oof. no, that's how that no, no, that's where I was. I just thought I I thought I was gaming our system and I was going to get Lockett and Flowers. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, yeah, if you've got Zay Flowers, you can dance. Yeah. You were, <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> he got yeah, us dancing. <laughs> All right, it's getting late. Here. Let's, let's get the Thursday game in real quick, and then we can do our lineups. So Thursday night, uh, this is the one we have we struggle with. Um, Giants versus the Niners. You've got Giants at plus nine and a half. The over under at forty three and a half. Uh, money line three ten. And if you're betting on the 49ers, minus three ninety five. Okay, well, I'm glad the last one's an easy one. Uh, let's all go Niners <laughs> and uh, pretty much move on. Like, we, we've talked about those two teams, and you, you know what we think. Uh, and the uh, Niners are just going to roll there. Do you guys disagree? No, I disagree. I don't disagree at all. Yeah. So? Um, I, yeah, the, the, honestly, they might try and outdo the Cowboys. <laughs> 48 and nothing. Yeah, it, might, it could be 47 to nothing, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, honestly, because I think those two, those two franchises are forever competitive with each other for you know for people who don't know, and uh, yeah, I could definitely see that. I could definitely see the 49ers trying to one up the Cowboys and you know shut out the Giants even harder. <laughs> <laughs> and there's not much going on with the Giants that makes you think that they couldn't do it. Yeah, uh, like they looked that inept we'll on Sunday night. We'll see it what was, they do this it week. Was yeah. awful. So just uh, throw this out there. Uh, Ken, you have no lone wolves this week. Uh, wow. What? Yep. For the first I... time, I think. No, I do. I, I got Denver. Uh, let's take a look. Took, let's double check. You guys took. You guys. Oh, took yeah, yeah. Washington. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah Bezzy's yeah. with you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah I remember. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got. I, I made the, the Good lone point wolf. Out. The howling joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. So real quick, uh, before we move on to the DraftKings, uh, let's just look at our comparisons here. Uh, CBS Sports, Tyler Sullivan is currently tied with Ken. Who else? Uh, Dave Richardson from CBS Sports, Leo Sells from Gridiron Experts, USA Today's Jarrett Bell all picked 12 teams to win yesterday. And then I am also tied with Pete uh, Fuick, College Football, ESPN. We have Jeremy Fowler, Jason Reed, Eric Moody, all 11 picks. And then MBS, NBC Sports, Mike Florio. And then the ones I have beat are... Um, 
Pete Prisco, CBS Sports, uh, Jeremy Moss, College Football News, Mike Clay, ESPN, Bill Bender, Sports News, and USA's Today's Lorenzo Reyes. And then uh, we have seven wins over for Brian. Brian, uh, you're beating <laughs> yeah. Gridiron's experts Jason Willen and ESPN's Stefania Bell. <laughs> Take so. that. <laughs> wow. Wow. Stefania had a bad week. She's One. a smart lady, too. Yeah. So, moving on to DraftKings Alliance. Uh, yeah. Who won DraftKings last week? Who won? Um, DraftKings lineup, uh, Brian, you won at 130.52. Yeah, right. Sorry, I did something Ken at right 124.9, and I came in last at 114.06. In our old format, I'd be taking a shot right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you a shot of coffee. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, if you don't mind, I'll uh, go first since I won. Yeah, go ahead. Let me go last because I still have to build my cash lineup. <clears throat> All right. Uh, this is, like I say, this is a cash lineup. I'm just trying to beat these two guys here. So, um, you know, a little different strategy here. I am definitely going with some studs this week. I've paid up some big money and I expect some big points. Uh, we're going to start off with Patrick Mahomes. Um, the highest quarterback on the slate uh, as far as dollar value goes. Um, and I just I think he's going to have to put up a bunch of points this week. I think it's going to be all spread out, and it's hard to predict where it's going to go other than Kelsey. Uh, and Kelsey's way too expensive this week. So to save money, uh, I just went ahead and uh, put Mahomes naked just on his own, which is something you can do cash, but you do a lot less in a tournament. Um, running back, I think uh, Kelly is just cheap at 5000 uh, I know uh, Ken here warned us off him earlier. But uh, I think as a DFS play for 5,000, uh, who's guaranteed to touch the ball, maybe he'll fall into the end zone. Um, and cash game, I think he's a good spot. Uh, and then I went with Christian McCaffrey because, my God, uh, 8,900. Um, I think, you know, in about two weeks, he's going to be in the high 9,000s. I think he's just a little bit cheap this week. And the value you can get, I mean, the, the, high, the, the ceiling weeks are amazing. So... McCaffrey is there. <clears throat> Wide receivers. Um, Zay Flowers is still only 5000 Uh It's way too cheap. Uh, put him in your lineup. Great for, uh, I think he's going to be great for cash because they're just really going to be trying to get the ball in his hands. So you know he's going to have touches. Um, wide receiver DJ Moore uh, is $5,500. Um, not thrilled about this one, but uh, I was trying to save some money on my wide receivers so I could go with my big studs, and uh, he's got some potential. Um, the other wide receiver, uh, for 3700 I listened to the man on my left here, Ken, and went with Josh Reynolds. So, uh, yeah, I think for 3700 he's a pretty good steal there. Going to get some touches for sure, and uh, for 3700 it doesn't have to do that much to pay off for you. Uh, tight end, I think Luke Musgrave stands out at 3,200 uh, because he's going to, I mean, I, I hate rookie tight ends, but this guy, he, he's proven that he's you know going to get the ball. And this week with uh, so many weapons out, uh, Musgrave, I mean, how could he not get targets? And for 3,200, he's just a bargain. Uh, and then in my flex, I spent up for Saquon Barkley because they are playing Arizona. And Barkley is basically that whole offense, and I expect some big points there. Nice. And then um, I went stone men on defense and started the Titans. So. Who? How much was Barkley? 
8,000. And the Titans mm-hmm. are playing the Chargers. So yes. That's a rough one. I know. But, you know, but when no, you only I've have 2,400 left, yeah. Yeah, you're going to have nothing but rough defenses. <laughs> so I have, um, I kind of just went a different route with this. I went with uh, Mayfield, Baker Mayfield as my quarterback, Montgomery mm-hmm. for my Detroit uh, running back, White, Tampa Bay, uh Allen from Los Angeles Chargers, uh, Chase from Cincinnati, Woods from Houston. They threw the ball to him a lot, and I wanted—I thought it was—he was worth it for forty-six hundred. Ingram from Jacksonville, Evans from Tampa Bay, and the Lions. All right. I actually really like that lineup too. Actually, I like the Lions a lot. Um, so uh, we got some a little bit of overlap, you know, on some of our teams. Uh, so my cash lineup is going to be headed up by Trevor Lawrence. At quarterback sixty seven hundred, mm-hmm. um, that's we just that that's the highest over under that's of the, the game, day. Yeah. He's at home. I like I just expect him to you know to put up points. Uh, David Montgomery at home against the Seahawks. Um, you know we've talked about that. We like that. Damian Pierce at fifty six hundred dollars at home against Indianapolis. My wide receivers are Brandon Ayuk at fifty eight hundred. Zay Flowers at five. Howie's only five thousand. Right. That won't last. Nope. Like that is not going to last. Enjoy, enjoy while you can. Yeah, enjoy putting him in your lineup for, while you can because you're gonna, like the next couple weeks. It takes DraftKings a little while to get guys up in value. So for the next like couple weeks, he'll be ticking his way up to seven thousand. I'm sure. Uh, at seventy two hundred to pair with my quarterback, I've got Calvin Ridley, who just looked like him, as he would say. <laughs> yeah, he looked good. He, he looked like him. Yeah, he we didn't him. talk about him, but yeah, he's uh, he's great. Oh, yeah, he was outstanding. Um, there was one particular drive where he had – it was four catches, 40-plus yards, and the touchdown, and they just, it just looked like they couldn't stop him. And there was another play that, like, it it looked like he almost scored on the play uh, from about 40 yards out. They called him out of bounds at, like, the five or something like that. But he almost scored another play on another play. Um, at tight end, I've also got Luke Musgrave at 3,200. We talked about that. He, I just expect him to get targets. Yep. And for $3,200 – he only needs to catch like three passes. Yep. So, um, at flex, uh, I've got T. Higgins getting right. I I, mm-hmm. I just okay. think that uh, like there's no way um, they're gonna blank T. Higgins again. And I and like I said, I think this is gonna be a big game for the Bengals. So at sixty four hundred dollars, I think he's a really good deal. And then I had plenty of money left over <laughs> to pick my defense, so I'm gonna start them 49ers at home against Ooh. the Rams. That's that. not a bad idea. All right. So Kincaid or Brian Robinson as flex? Brian Robinson. I think so, too. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of hype around Kincaid, especially this week, but uh, Brian Robinson is your sure points there and probably has a better ceiling, too. I, I think you take Brian Robinson. All right. Now I'm going to snake it back, and I'll uh, read off my tournament lineup. And like I said, I expect that Cincinnati and uh, Baltimore game to be high scoring. So that's where I went with my stacking in this game. We've at quarterback, I've got Joe Burrow at sixty nine hundred dollars. At running back, uh, I've got Tyler Algier at fifty five hundred dollars oh, to pair one. with David Montgomery at fifty eight hundred. At wide receiver, I've got Jamar Chase at seventy nine hundred, Stephon Diggs at eight thousand, and Zay Flowers at five thousand. Tight end running it back again with Luke Musgrave for $3,200. i am flexing Zach Moss for 4700 And then I've got the Detroit Lions defense for $3,000. All right. Okay, so I went again with Mayfield, and then I went to ETN from Jacksonville. 
uh, White, Higgins for Cincinnati, Ridley from Jacksonville, Tony from Kansas City. Ooh, that's a good one. Ingram from Jacksonville, uh, Montgomery as my flex, and Texans as uh, my defense. All right. All right. Stacking that Jacksonville Chiefs game, All right? And uh, I am going to go with uh, Herbert as my quarterback for the uh, for the tournament lineup. Uh, I'm going to stack him with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. I'm going super stack here. Uh, on the other side, I'm going to go uh, Traylon Burks with the run back on the other side. So I'm putting a lot on that game. Um, and uh, Christian McCaffrey, I, again, I told you, he's too cheap. I put him in my lineup again. Uh, Ken Walker, I expect, can have a very good game. Like we talked about him earlier getting uh, the stud-type duties there. And uh, let's see, Luke Musgrave again, just too too darn cheap. And Zave Flowers, like I can't resist 5,000 on that. And then uh, the Jets' defense uh, going against Dallas. I really expect a, a low-scoring game. And for only 2,700 to get the Jets' and, defense, and Dak could easily, they're going to score points. Dak could easily turn the ball over more times than Zach right. Wilson today. Ooh, that's an interesting bet. I'm, I'm, I'm a Cowboys <laughs> fan, and I could yeah. I could definitely see that happening, like where Dak throws the ball over, turns the ball over three times, and Zach Wilson just doesn't because yep. they don't ask him to do a whole lot where he's going to turn the ball over. Um, and nice. uh, well, one more thing, right? um, if you guys want uh, any weather out there worth oh. note. Yeah, last week there was some weather notes that we should have gone over. And we did not. Sorry about that, guys. I'm looking real quick here. Da, 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 da. I am not seeing anything dangerous yet. Uh, rainy in the Jacks, uh, the Jaguars-Chiefs game. So it, that one will be rainy. I don't see any uh, wind problems. Da, da, da. Delay is possible for lightning. Light winds will blow. So um, wet ball. But that usually doesn't affect things too much unless it's really a downpour or there's a ton of wind. So I don't, I'm, I don't think that one's too bad. To, nothing to worry about there. And moving on, clear, partly cloudy, dome stadium. That, better weather good today. On the All right. Show. So the over/unders are probably going to get hit today. All right. Yeah, that's that's the only weather uh, of note. And that's it. It's football time, people. All right, everybody. We hope you crush it. Thank you for joining us, all that you, uh, everyone who did. Thank you guys very much. We hope you had a good time. We did. Yep, absolutely. Bye, everybody.